but he turns to all his Death Eaters and he goes, Harry Potter is dead! <laughs> and it's the funniest. <laughs> and then he gets into this weird child molestery hug with Draco as well. It's fucking good. Doesn't he have to kill Draco or something? Draco dies, right? Maybe? Um, uh, you don't have to tell me that. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's... Yeah, uh, he doesn't. Not oh, okay. ish, die-ish, not-ish, does. <laughs> you have to be careful, because I might put this at the beginning of Pod Toys and people get fucking mental over spoilers. Oh my god, you spoiled a book that's been out for 10,000 years, literally. <laughs> fucking cunts, get over it. F-f-f-fight! I've got the thing recording, so we can just start. Cool. Yeah. Alright then. Fuck it. Um, I'll do that then. Oh yeah, I'm the host. <laughs> I'll start. <laughs> Don't worry, I've got it under control. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Um, at Podtoid 160, if you can believe such a thing, that we've made it this long. Not us. Like, as a collective, we haven't done 100. Fuck no. Um, we've done about four. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think we're up to ten. I think this is the tenth one of the. I think it is. It's um actually it might be our eleventh or twelfth. Jesus, that's too oh, many. That's too much. Yeah, we're prolific, really. That's ten. That's ten weeks. That's it, like. It feels like, like long. It's like three months. George Lucas yeah. hasn't made that many Star Wars films. So, <laughs> chop chop, George, it's, it's, get work in, you lazy fat cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Caravan of Courage yes. and um, the something of Endor, Battle of Endor. Yeah, those are good. Whoa, fuck the Ewoks! <laughs> is that New Frampton? Frampton comes alive. Fuck yeah, the Ewoks. That is Peter Frampton. Um, that rare alternate lyrics to Peter Frampton's <laughs> song, Ewoks. <laughs> hey guys, I made up a joke. Let's see you do it. hear it. Okay, hold yeah, on. Let's hear it. Hold on. Guess what came in the mail? Your mom. Jesus. Perverted postal workers. Oh. oh. Your mom was good too. Uh. Thank you, Tara. <laughs> God damn it. She That's what she said. Your mom, Tara Long, <laughs> mathematics. <works>. That's <laughs> me. Anyway, <laughs> listeners, you've put us off from even introducing anyone. You idiots. <laughs> Stop, stop putting us off by making us think about Max Scoville's terrible rubbish jokes that no one likes. <laughs> I'm in a, a, a mood today, if you haven't noticed. I'm in a mood to just be aggressive um, and have a go at everyone. I think it's because my hormones are out of whack, which is why I sound like a girl. Hello! Um, let's introduce you to Tara Long. Hello. Max Scoville. Hello, everyone. And Jonathan Holmes, what are you doing oh, to me? I'm... You dirty little girl. <laughs> Jonathan Holmes, don't you know what you're doing to me? I want to know. It's really weird when you're singing to someone about what they're doing to you, <laughs> and you don't know what it is. I know. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah but people do that. You're it's not good. the first. It's good. I, yeah, I enjoy it. I, I, you, you inspire me to sing. Yeah, that's not the first time you sang about what I'm doing to you, I don't think. So thanks. You're in my yeah, mind, melting my soul. 
Wait, what is he Weird. doing to you? What's it's going come on? out of my mouth as a fine leathery paste. Can paste the leathery. I do not know, Holmes. You've scrambled my mind. Because oh. <laughs> I, I, I'm not... I'm, I'm very... I'm not that special. I don't think I do anything to people, really. Shut so up. That's why it makes me laugh. Well, I'm not. I'm just feel like, oh, it's hey, it's that guy. You know, I'm oh, around. You know what I'm doing right now? I'm fucking making you something it. out of Sculpey polymer clay to send to you. <laughs> no way, fucking, really? I'm dead serious. I'm playing with Sculpey right now. That I want to make you wow, something. I want to make you like a Pokemon or something. Wow. And I just, that's what you do to me. You make me get out my, <laughs> my arts and crafts bin and get out my Sculpey. Oh, don't let me forget, I I received a package from Max Goville that I want to go through on the show. Um, oh, okay. I want to root through that and tell everyone, because that, well, that would take up ten minutes. Um, <laughs> just to let everyone know the, the, the things that Max Goville thought I'd like to have. Um, but before we do I'm that, a- yeah, I mean, that's something to look forward to, listeners. So don't t- please don't turn it off yet. Um, actually, you've downloaded it, but now you can do what you fucking like. Um... So long as I've got the numbers, that's all that matters. You show up the same whether you listen for two hours or two minutes. But it's the administration section where we get out all of our important pimpy bits um, before you turn off and realise this is fucking shit. So, I want to talk about Pinball FX. Um, Destructoid is in it. Um, Mr. Destructoid's helmet is in on the Misplosion Man table on Pinball FX, which is available as, as downloadable content. Or something like that. Um, there's a big build-up for that um, on the front page of Destructed, so that's a letdown for everyone. Um, <laughs> I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if you were going to say it, that. Yeah, there. What cool did you say? It is cool news, but it's not Marble Madness coming back as some people thought. <laughs> Which would have been exciting, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. It would have been uh, yeah. cool, I guess. I don't know. I don't. I don't like. <laughs> If it's not Scruple Scramble, I don't give a shit. I like Marble Madness, but I'm not aching for a sequel. We've got the Koro Rinpa games anyway. Right, right guys? Koro Rinpa? You like that a lot, I've right? I've been planning to buy that, along with Goblins Unleash the Horde, for about ten hundred years, a billion. <laughs> I will never yeah, get it. it. I will never yeah. buy it. I'll keep telling myself I will. It's like, what, a shilling now? And I still won't yeah. get it. It's like five dollars. Yeah, they're they're pretty fun games. Marble Mania, not madness, mind you. Mania. Yeah, Mania. Marble Mania. Yeah. Marble yeah. Misery. Whoa! Oh. <laughs> sounded so sassy about it too. Marble so yeah, we're misery. in that uh, we're in that pinball we're game. We're in that pinball, that pinball game. game got le- it's got leaderboards. It's got leaderboards. It's got. Do we actually do anything, or are we just like a prop in the background? I think it's like it's in the it's on the table. Um, I don't know whether you put the ball through like its mouth or whatever, um, but it's part of the table. Well, you know how pinball tables have all these like decorations right. of bits and whatnot in them. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's set in there as a thing. So that's something. That's cool. You know, it's uh, yeah. Huh. You can get that I if wonder. you want. It makes me want to make a real destructoid pinball game. I know a lady. Sarah St. John, she runs this place called Pinball Wizard. It's this gigantic arcade here in uh, the northeastern United States. She'd be down with it. I'll talk to her about it. She's got all those games. You know the one with um, the Chucky head? It's called Funhouse. 
All right. You remember that one? The pinball no. game? No. I was, to be honest, mate, I was half listening because I was trying to think of something funny <laughs> to say later. Um, so I just thought, just just agree, just acknowledge what he said in a kind of quasi-knowledgeable way to make it sound like you might know what's going on. But I'm not strictly lying because I didn't acknowledge that I know what you're talking about. That's how I get yeah. through life all the, like, <laughs> since I was ten. Waiting for my turn to talk. Pretty much. I'm, yeah, I've become yeah. adept at looking like I'm listening or sounding like I'm listening to someone when I'm just thinking about, like, eggs and <laughs> emus and toucans and things just, like, flying around in my head. That was, very, that was a very avian list of thoughts. I don't, think, hmm. I don't think this podcast has been avian enough. Uh, that's my big problem. That's something I want to fix, like, more bird things. <laughs> That's important. Yeah, Literally. I'll back you on that. Discussions oh. about birds? I, just, just, a, just an overall birdy feel. Like, I don't okay. think we should... We don't even need to talk about birds. Just as long as people come away from Potter and thought, think, That's a great podcast. And I'm in the mood for birds. <laughs> I have, like, a good... I have a good, maybe... I don't know. Maybe, like, a good 20 minutes of video that I recorded when I was in Connecticut... When I was at the bird sanctuary, because I really like making fun of animals. Um, so I was like standing by the different bird cages and just doing impressions of them and making up fake names. And I was like, Behold, the Madrin Falconer. And it was actually like a peregrine falcon. And like immediately after I said that, it just got up and flew into the side of the cage. <laughs> And just like calling owls like racial slurs and stuff, you know? I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. Mm. Mm. Oh, what, you. what was the name of some of those owls? Oh, it's a barn pervert. I don't know. <laughs> just, just owls. Yeah. Like, what are you going to. No, no, no. Like, what, what, what were some of these racial ones? I, I I'm like sure we'd all like to hear. Full racist. I weren't like that racist, you know? It's like stuff you would. It would be offensive, you know, like. Fucking, like a you know, like a say something racist, Max. That's what I want you to do. I'm saying, you, I know you want me to say something say racist. Say something fucking racist. Everyone says you're racist. I'm not going down that path, my friend. I'm, Come I'm, on, well, you can be be racist. You guys know you can split the okay, wings. Fuck it. I'll be honest. I hate owls. I really, really <laughs> fucking hate owls. Like really? It's, like yeah, I'll get. Or yeah, like the you know decorations and shit because owls oh. are all. Yeah, I know, and they're fucking everywhere, and it's like these fucking stupid-ass, like, hipster chicks in San Francisco are just like, oh, owls are so trendy, and I'm like, fucking owls are ugly as shit. They're like fucking <laughs> cat cat birds, and like... So, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, you're telling me owls are hot on the streets right now in San Francisco? Everyone's, like, talking about owls and trying to, like... It's like, a, it's like a hipster thing, like... No, it isn't. You I, want your you to, I want Think of one thing. How many girls have bird tattoos? Like whether it's like the silhouette of a swallow. I want you to just ask your friends. Ask around, especially people I, my I, age, if you know them. Fucking Tara, answer me this. How many chicks have bird tattoos? I almost got one, no kidding. Exactly. Fucking exactly. <laughs> You're right. They should be walking around with fucking vultures and newborn chickens. <laughs> like, <laughs> ones that have been cracked out of the egg and haven't even grown any feathers yet and are just have big bug eyes and just look like weird little fetus. Like, basically like a nutsack with a beak. That's, <laughs> that's what women should have on their tramp stamps in the middle of, like, tribal symbols and thoughts. Damn, yes. 
This half-born bird. <laughs> That's so, what I uh, want to look at when I'm I, fucking something up the ass. I actually have a sketchbook somewhere in storage that all I drew in there, I mean, not the whole thing, but like a good, like, you know, maybe 10 pages is just various bits of fan art reflecting how much I hate owls. So, like, it's just like me, like, giving an owl the finger and being like... <laughs> <laughs> And I showed it to my my art teacher, and she was just like, "I I I'm just not seeing it." And I'm like, "I re- I actually hate owls. This isn't me trying to be funny. I really don't like." It, um, it actually all started because I was staying um, I was staying at my my dad's house. This is such a weird story. I was staying at my dad's house in Topanga, which is like um, it's kind of in the canyons, and there's like mountain lions and shit. And um, one night I couldn't sleep, and I'm just kind of lying there, and I hear this noise, and it's like. <laughs> And it keeps going, and I like had headphones on, and I took them off, and I was like, "What is that noise?" And I kind of waited for a second, and it st- you know started again, and I was like, "Is is is that my is that my dad having sex with my stepmom?" Like, oh. I was really really disgusted for a minute, and I kept listening because I heard it, you know, it's which is weird, and I realized it was a fucking owl, and I'm like, owls are fuckers, like. <laughs> I really don't like them. They're was very... it fucking your stepmom or not? No, it was. It was just an owl, like a regular ass owl, just fucking being an owl. Um... Who? Who? Why? <laughs> Why the fuck? Do people think owls are so fucking wise if all they do is ask fucking who? 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 They just ask these goddamn questions. They don't know anything. They're just asking questions. But no, because they are. They... The other trait of owls is that they are haughty. Um. And that goes along with their wisdom. And so they are above knowing who you are. And that's what they're like, who are you? I am an owl, the wisest of all the Potestatables. The one really cool owl is the owl in uh, The Secret of Nim, who's just like a fucking monster. And he's going to oh, be yeah. like, oh, Mrs. Frisbee, oh, I will not eat you today, for your child Timothy has pneumonia. Let's fuck the secret of Nim. I want to say that now. Right? What? Uh, what? I read it. I had to read it for English at school, right? Yeah. And my question, my question is, what else are they going to do medical experiments on? Babies. You'd rather babies than a bunch of stupid mice that can't even talk in real life. Those rats were incredible, though. You must seek Nicodemus. You see, I don't even know the difference between a like a mouse and a rat. One's just big and more annoying than the other. Just fucking inject collagen into the eyes of the pair of them and have done with it. That was that was the, definitely some like some PETA, you know, propaganda. Oh, it always is. Fucking Captain Planet. Oh, there's no such thing as a supervillain that would waste that much money just trying to make the sea a bit muddy. You know, I was <laughs> I was um I was actually thinking about the Planeteers yesterday. Um, I was walking along and my shoes keep getting untied and I'm just like, I am like Kevin Wheeler. My shoes are always coming untied and I like to set things on fire and I have the habit of sexually harassing Russian girls. Boom! Kevin Wheeler. You're definitely Kevin Wheeler, the best character in a cartoon. Ever? Hey, Linka! Hey, Linka! Hey, Linka! The Berlin Wall came down, wanna fuck? What he says. Fire. I haven't seen that in a while. Uh, they're they're making a new one, Captain. Yeah. it's coming back. 
I find that fucking brilliant. I think usually I'm offended and upset when I hear about Hollywood remaking stuff. At this point, like, I've gotten over it because, like, Hollywood have just confirmed there's no more ideas left ever. And they're just rehashing their old shit. I don't think they could have picked something more amazing to do. That's true. That is fantastic. Because let's face it, the cartoon was shit. I watched it all the time, but it was shit. I mean, what? Oh, I'm an advanced computer AI, and I exist only to put oil on birds. I really, I really hope that. Um, Wasn't it always a treat when Captain's Blight hair flew up and you saw the funny eye? Oh. Yeah. I liked how Jeff wow. Goldblum did the voice of the fucking rat. He looks like a fucking rat. Yeah. My wife. Like, oh, hello, everyone. I'm a, I'm a rat who's uh, trying to spread pestilence. Uh. <laughs> was that really him? Or I thought that was just a that sound That was Jeff like. Goldblum's voice. No, that's Jeff Goldblum and Oprah Winfrey was Gaia. Ooh, I thought it was Whoopi no Goldberg. Way. It was Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, oh, yeah. my God. Jim Sterling mixing up the black people again. Did I say someone else? You said, did you say Oprah Winfrey? That would have been better. Yeah. Did you say Oprah Winfrey, or am I just totally... I he did I say Oprah Winfrey. Did I say, oh, well, that's me, a massive racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. What oh, a shame. So, so um, we just pimped out what's the going projects on? we're working. Yeah, speaking of animal yeah. abuse, um, I've always... Now, this is bad, right, but I've always wanted to slap a horse in the face. Can you imagine anything funnier? Just like, because they've got these really long, fucking idiot, gormless horse faces. You just say, like, come here. Come here, right, horse. Right, come over here. Right? <laughs> come. <laughs> it would be amazing. My brother once saw his friend get a sheep in a headlock and punch it. <laughs> and the thing is. Oh my god. And this is this is where like a very and I want to because sometimes podcasts like to talk about like moral dilemmas and conflicting social issues. Um, mm. At what point is it not okay to laugh at animal abuse? Because oh, fuck the idea of getting a sheep <laughs> in a headlock and punching it is barbaric, <laughs> but the image, <laughs> the mental image of having <laughs> a sheep in a whoever did it was like a nasty <laughs> bastard, and I hope. Someone invents hell in a facility somewhere just to put him in it, but just for the image of a sheep, a, a stupid sheep in a headlock getting there. <laughs> My brother also wanted to always like. Sprite. Actually, nothing. I came up with this. Sorry, blaming it all on my brother. I came up with this idea of, um, and again, I've never done it. I never will. But it would be funny to get some like spray-on deodorant, spray a cat from the head down to its tail, and just toss a match on it, and just watch it run down the street, or let it loose in um, a Walmart or something. <laughs> this is oh, that's now, horrible. Hey, look, I, I, I like I'm not saying it's. I've got a cat. I love cats. They're lovely, but, oh, but it would be funny. That's yeah. what I'm trying to. That's the message I'm trying to. That, that's the message okay. I've always been trying to get I have across. A, I have a story um, in my career. About about making animals look bad. If you wanna, okay. Um, so I, I I told you about my my weird friends in Connecticut who do stuff that are that's strange. Um, one of my buddies, he there are deer like everywhere in Connecticut, and they just they're a pest. I mean, they're like flies except they're deer, so they're they'll wreck your car, and you have to be careful driving. But you just see them on the side of the road, and whenever you if you kind of come around a curve and you'll see a deer, and it looks at you. And it's sort of this awkward moment. My friend got in the habit of um, 
he'd slow down and roll down his window and then he'd just start hitting on deer. And they'd just Get stand like- there staring at him like really and it's like this is one of those things he did it to entertain himself. He's just not gonna try and have sex with deer. But he would pull over to the side of the road and he'd just be like, Oh, well hello there. I noticed your little white tail is perking up. You uh you getting heat? Are you and then he took this a step further, and this is this is where it gets fucked up. He went to uh, he went to Kmart and he got um he got an airsoft gun, like a little you know like battery powered you know plastic pellet airsoft gun, not like a it's not really harmful, but he'd uh, he'd drive along and he'd see these deer on the side of the road, and he'd be like, oh oh hey, how's it going? How's it going there? You're looking really really cute. And then he'd pull the airsoft gun out of his center console and just shoot the deer. And it would like it would just hit it, and the deer would kind of get startled and run away. Sometimes they just stand there still, like what just shot me. So my friend would would um, do drive-bys while sexually harassing deer. That's that's my story. This is one of the weirdest wow. pod toys we've done. <laughs> Actually, uh, I was thinking it's one of the most sensible. <laughs> like. It's it's horrible and nasty, but at least you can follow the story this time. I like I don't even know how I can interject myself into these conversa- conversations. They're so bizarre. I think yeah, we have yeah. gotten a little off topic. What's this about? What are we Which supposed to talk about? Is... We were pimping out our project. What are we talking about? This, this oh yeah. Project. Um, your project we... was fucking punching a sheep. <laughs> yeah. Like before we crack on, let me just say the word video games. That's got us covered, right? Back to deer fucking. <laughs> okay, let's get back on track. I want to talk about um, the Structoid Live. Um, I love how like the admin stuff is to do it first, to get it out of the way. It's half an hour later now. The um, <laughs> Structoid Live is going to be at PAX. It's um, a thing with some people on it, um, which is good. Um, that's our panel. Unicorn Theatre, t- uh, 12 noon on the Sunday. So it's not going up against the keynote this fucking year, which is nice. I'm going to be on it. I'm going to be on it. Max is going to be on it. So that's going to be a mess um, because of us. <laughs> but we've got Nick Chester as well, editor-in-chief. We've got um, uh, the other one. Hunter Aziz is another one of us. He is doing... He's a community... No, the fucking hell, that jumped up prick. He's What is he now? Director of Communications. <laughs> That he's That's given it. himself. <laughs> can we call him? Can we call him Hamilton? Yes, um, Hamilton. <laughs> Hamilton. So Ponsonby Hamilton <laughs> is going to be on. That's exciting. We got some good uh, A competition. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to remove some and good. Um, we've got competition and thing. So that's something to look forward to. Um, What's the competition? What? Uh, we got competition. Well, last year we had people eating sandwiches. Um, oh, like, when right, they made the... the Sinner Sandwich from Deadly Premonition. This year we've got something else tied up that um, hasn't been announced yet, but will be announced hopefully soon. Looking forward to that. So that's cool. Um, was there anything else? Oh, Ant Update. Loads of them. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. And uh, buy the Podtoid app. Buy the Podtoid app. Jeez, why? Um, get it on Android, Podtoid. Just do a search for Podtoid on an Android thing. I don't know how it works. Um, buy that. <laughs> Please, yeah, spend money. 
and you will get exactly the same content as you'd get if you got it for free for nothing. <laughs> but it would help us if you like us, so that's good. It's just a little bit of support. It's like a pay-what-you-want thing, like what Nine Inch Nails does, um, oh, which is yeah. nice, because I sometimes think well, we are the Nine Inch Nails of video games. So do that. Um, but yeah, back to these ants. Um, there's about, I don't know, like 28 of them. I wasn't counting, but there was about 28 wings some of them have now. Oh, and again, yeah, again, they've all gone. They've, they've just gone. They were there yesterday. They were on one of my speakers for no reason. I gave it a wipe down just in case like some sugar deposits had left my jowls. Um, and they've gone. <laughs> But I know they're like waiting somewhere in the walls or something until but, more sugar comes. And I'm drinking Fierce Grape Gatorade, so that might attract them. How would the sugar get from your jowls to the speakers? And Trying to what? eat the speakers. <laughs> okay. I, I like to see how many speakers I can fit in my mouth. Have you seen yeah. Star Wars Episode One? The Phantom Menace? Yes. Are you I familiar with the head of Otagunga, Boss Nass, voiced by Brian oh. Blessed? I'm a big fan you of You needed a bongo! <laughs> I'm Brian Blessed and I want more turkey! <laughs> That's Brian Blessed. I love Brian Blessed. He did an interview once talking about Judy Dench, and he was like, I've never met a man that didn't want to fuck her! <laughs> He swears like a sailor. He's like, oh, fucking Brian Blessed. I was in fucking Star Wars. I know some lesser TV shows that nobody knows. Yeah, what else was he in? He's actually a very Brian? He's a well-respected British actor. Done a lot of stuff. I'm going to find out. TV stuff. He was in the first series this. of Blackadder. Okay. Maybe that's where I know him from. Uh, he was in that's for like an all. As yeah, the, Hawkman, the, right? yeah, the leader of the, 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 the flyy birdie man. Yeah, okay, I love that guy now. Yeah, yeah I remember him. He's, he, cool. uh, he's done some really good things. He played Johann Sebastian Bach in The Joy of Bach. And I bet he went, I'm Johann Sebastian Bach! Can I, uh, <laughs> Jim, can I back it up a second? What did he actually say about Judy Dench? Did he say he wanted to fuck her? He said he's never... He never met a man who didn't. Who didn't want to fuck her. I actually, I had the luck of meeting this one girl at a party, and I think I consequently made out with her, and she looked like a really young, like, Judy Dench, and she had a tattoo of sandpiper footprints on her shoulder. She's really hot. It's awesome. And I was just like, she looks like a young Judy Dench. I'm like James Bond in weird fan fiction. This is awesome. <laughs> good for you. That sounds yeah, good. Yeah, I know. I'm really proud of myself for that one. But I was yeah, talking about Judy Dench. I don't know. Of. I want Judy Dench to be. I, I don't know if she's in the new like uh, GoldenEye 007 Reloaded that's finally coming to like Xbox. I want to know if she's in it because she was in the Wii so. version. She was in the Wii version, but that's she. Right. It doesn't say on her IMDb page that she's going to be in the new one. And of course, no one on is. YouTube gives a fuck about Judy Dench. They don't. don't Why wouldn't they care about Judy Dench? Because they're she's fucking YouTube, and they're like, "Bring Holmes back. Max sucks. We don't care about Judy oh, Dench." Oh come on! Tara's boobs. Upvote if you like me. <laughs> <laughs> my, my friend, my friend um, was actually talking about the Destructor show. He's not a um, a video gamer, really. 
um, Leo VK. He did the the theme tune to the video game show, What I'd Done. Uh, he's a very good musician and one of my oldest friends. But he, he checks the stuff out just because he's sort of, you know, just moral support, like friends do. And he, right. he watched the Destructor show the other day, and all he had to say for himself was, I love the YouTube comments as just talking about Tara Long's boobs, even <laughs> though she's not even wearing a revealing top. Yeah. Oh, sure. It's amazing. It's okay. And I was like, yeah, just just a hint of boob, and they just come. Just It'll You just sharp. say the word <laughs> boob, and they just... just <laughs> Everywhere, like dripping out their trouser legs, the cats licking it up, and they're just like, oh, oh, no, no, I like your boob. Yeah, just the one boob. Yeah, <laughs> I like your boob. Yeah, it, it's mystifying. I've I've been well, mystified I think 90% for a while. Of the, wa- the people who watch our show are under the age of fifteen, so. Yeah, you know it's okay. I watched stuff when I was fifteen. I don't remember acting that way though. I don't think I did. I wore pops well, on my head a lot at 15. Maybe if YouTube existed back then. <laughs> what did I do? I said huh? maybe if YouTube existed back then. I don't think so. I don't think so. I was, you know, interested in um, trying to figure out how to turn a trash can into a drum set and, you know, just rolling around trying uh-huh. to keep, keep yeah, myself on a trash can. But I will tell you the weirdest thing. There uh-huh. is still probably... More pictures of me drawn naked on the internet than Tara. By people that hate me. <laughs> because I've seen most of them. And I've never seen one nudie drawing of Tara Long. I'm not saying they don't exist, they may do. But not as long as I know they don't. It, there you go. Like people the most graphic one the most graphic one that exists is probably the one that uh, that guy drew of me and Max, the fan art of me ass punching mm. him. That's a good drawing. Yeah. Other than that, and somebody made a gif of my boobs bouncing, but that's about it. And that this was... actually uh, this actually ties into my my agenda, my bullet point that I want to talk about. Can I can I do that? Oh, yeah, please. let's do it. Um, yeah, yesterday, then... I was having a really shitty day, and then someone sent the Destructoid show a copy of the Polish Playboy that has um, Tris Marigold from The Witcher Two in it. Oh, oh yeah. Cool. Yeah. Tell us about those tits. Tell us about those fucking tits. <laughs> Do you see any clitoris or not? <laughs> oh, what a no, look at those great big mammoths. They're a big juicy kebab dripping from her legs, dirty bitch. Fucking bitch. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, wait a punch her in the fucking cunt. You good? He, he took it as far as he could. Are you good? I'm <laughs> getting some feedback over here. It sounds like there's some rape stuck in the. What's... <laughs> oh, it's, it's so gauche to laugh at yourself. Uh, well, you couldn't help it. You didn't I'm know so, you were going to do that. And then so, you did I'm it. I'm so sorry, Max. I'm so okay. Um, I got carried away. So we got this. Got this fucking filthy goddamn magazine, which is which is so fun because it's written in Polish, and you know, with all due respect to any Polish listeners, we have Polish is a fucking in- incredible language because it looks like getting punched in the face after taking a tequila shot, shot full of dyslexia. <laughs> tequila shot. Um, yeah, we enjoyed that. It doesn't look. It looks. All the formatting in the magazine looks like a normal magazine, but the the language it looks like someone just went on a keyboard and just typed gibberish. And I'm try I was trying to read it, 
And I'm just like, I'm sitting here reading a fucking magazine in Polish. I don't read Polish, and I'm trying to read it, and there's nudity in it. Why am I not looking at the tits? This brings me to my next point. I really want to start reviewing weird porn. Not not as as <laughs> like any but oh, from okay. a from a critical standpoint, I'd really like to look at it because oh god knows my fucking I'm not qualified to criticize anything else. But I really want to take <laughs> like you know I want to find the weirdest fucking hentai and then just just paraphrase it you know and just explain what what happens, give a summary for people who maybe don't have time to sit down and watch the whole thing, but who want to know what happened in you know nasty sluts five or net fucking some doujinshi shit. I don't know. But I, I people should send me terrible porn to, um, to Max. That is such a... Oh, you... People you are just going to send you porn of themselves now. Don't do that. I need a story. I need something. I really just want, like... Not, not, so like, not stuff that's, that's bad. Like I'm talking, like... Nothing illegal. Like, Right, Flesh Gordon. We've all seen that. It's fine. It, the stuff that's like the campy, bad acting '70s stuff. That's kind of like that's passe. What I'm really curious about is the stuff where it's like they get they actually want a plot there, and they're kind of like it's like they're sick of having sex, and they just want to make a really good, you know, Star Trek fan film. What's that guy? But, what, what's that guy's name? Raven Paul Raven. There's this really <laughs> pretentious, douchey film director who does porn. I think it's like Mike, Michael Mark or Paul Raven, and he's the most pretentious <laughs> douchebag, and he makes like really shit porn. Um, but he thinks it's like, you know, a journey into the mind and some shit like that. Guy's fantastic. Yeah. I'm just well, going to start Michael just writing that on my webcam of just me talking about it and explaining, like, they can't delete me for that if I'm just talking filth. Like, I'll just be like, oh, here's what happened. You know? And then... You know, if if people want to physically send me like actual porn that I could do like a review of, that I could do that too. I'm just saying, I had a lot of fun with this this Polish Playboy magazine just because I was like I was like straight up reading it. Like I'm trying to like understand what they're saying about the latest tablet PCs because there's a section in there, but it's written in Polish, and I'm pretty sure these tablet PCs aren't even coming out. And yes, they're naked chicks in this magazine, but I'm more fascinated by the fact that I can't read it and I'm still trying to. So that, that's my so story. So this inspired you to want to review weird porn I try that strangers and, I, I really, If someone can send me weird foreign porn that doesn't make any sense... I mean, I'm just digging myself deeper here. Like, I remember that time, <laughs> like, I was like, someone should make a Twitter account for me. And now there are fucking seven of them. And they all just berate me with weird, offensive, satirical oh, sure. things, I would say. Yeah, it's Max Broville, and uh, isn't there, like, a, a French one? Yeah, there's some there's good ones. There's Scoville, there's Little Girl Scove, there's Max Pedoville, there's Black Scoville's especially offensive. He said something <laughs> I just, didn't know about that one. just dreadful about big booty bitches the other day. It was horrible. Sounds I'll have to look for that. Yeah. So that's that's my They keep request. tweeting at me, which is hilarious. At me. Yeah. Not me. I have got I'm, some I'm actual not... legitimate like fake ones and I don't know why. And then all these Max ones started popping up and I forgot all about mine. Pedo Scoville, I think, is the one that really jumped out at me. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. something. Yeah. That one's yeah, that one's particularly offensive. Well done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop this now, just again to make sure that what I've got is in the bag. Um and then we're gonna re record, like well, start the recording up again. And 
I'm going to go get Max's care package and go through that. Um, because oh, yes. heaven forbid we talk about a video game. Okay, welcome back. Um, while we had that brief little interlude, we found out that the Jesus, we found out that the porn director uh, is called Michael Raven. Just in right. case anyone was upset <laughs> that we got that. <laughs> well, if I were Paul Raven, the bass player for the Killing Joke, I would be a little annoyed that you mixed us up. Yeah. Or Michael Marks from from the Wasp Woman. Okay, well, born in nineteen ten. Yes, thank you. Thank God. Um, hey, you know what would really fucking suck? Being named Harry Potter. That would fucking suck. That yeah, would. Yeah. Being named John Holmes hasn't been that good. Well, there is that little, film, yeah. um, which John Having the last name of Long isn't ideal either. For mm, true. Yeah. What John well, Holmes yeah, did explain last week when he said take characters from Troll... Um, a couple of people were a bit confused by that, but that's because in the movie Troll, the main character is called Harry Potter. Um, yeah, yeah. Fights with magic and stuff like that. Troll yeah, is, a, definitely... is a cool film if you've not seen it. Sonny Bono gets turned into a forest. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. <laughs> it does have that connection to Troll Two. Is it's, the, it's got the no movie. direct connection to Troll. Well, they both in Troll Two they turn people into corn. And broccoli, and in Troll One, they turn people into like leafy greens nah. and, and stuff. So they're a little bit. Well, right? anyway, I mean, if you've not seen them, like you can get it for like ten bucks, the Troll and Troll Two on one DVD. Get it, and that's all I'm going to say. That that's my review. Get it because yeah. Um, anyway, I promised this care package, which is interesting, um, because I think it gives you a nice glimpse into the mind of Max Scoville, really. Um, I got this last week. Lovely assortment of gifts. <laughs> um, just arrived in a nondescript box. Um, I'll read the uh, I'll read the love letter that was in here first. Let me just go through my bits, and I'm going to read this as it was intended because it's a love letter from Willem Dafoe. Oh, <laughs> from Willem? Not to Willem, but from him. Max. Yeah. Yeah. Videos give my cock diarrhea. I'm not a gay, but I wish we could get married and have a baby. If I was on an island, I wish you were there. Sincerely, the Willem Dafoe. I think I wrote the William Dafoe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then there's a picture of him, isn't there? Just sort of grinning and smiling and looking like the Green Goblin. Um, he also said he sent me a nice paisley tie, uh, oh. which I wore on the last Jimquisition video in his honour. Uh, the uh, difficulty one? Difficulty, yes. That is the tie that uh, Max gave me. So, a different kind of difficulty is the episode. If you want to look at the tie. <laughs> so, I know I got top quality there. Uh, does any of them get their bras off out or anything? Can I masturbate over this? Wait, hold on. Sorry. I'm, my Skype is being weird. What would you say? Yeah, I missed that too. All I got was like, hey, huh? Does anyone get the brawls out or something? Can I'm I like, masturbate wow. to this? <laughs> yeah, it was just a pause and then sudden. Oh, uh, is it the talk. Sex in the City movie? 
Roswell, no. Okay, I actually haven't seen that. Um, I've seen like the first four seasons, and I was like saving that for when I finish it. But then I was like, "What am I doing?" And I just stopped watching Sex in the City. Um, I will say that uh, Kim uh, Kim Cattrall is the fucking hottest woman alive in Big Trouble in Little China. She plays Gracie oh, yeah. Law. She's in Porky's too. She was good in Porky's. God, I love her. And in Mannequin, and there's the the gay guy from Revenge of the Nerds is in it, but he's like magic. What? I think that's a different guy. Those are two great I'm black sure, gay nerds. I'm pretty sure it's the same one. Black gay nerd. Nope. I know my black gay nerds. Like the okay, okay. I'll take your word. Guys. It's like Let's Hollywood see. something, and then it's... Hollywood. Uh, yeah. Hollywood. Oh. I, I just said I know my black gay nerds like the back of my hand, and now I'm blanking. It's the pressure. I can't take it. Mannequin. You're better saying you know your black gay nerds like the back of your hand than saying the black gay nerds know the back of your hand. Make <laughs> you sound like a weird like gay pimp. Yeah, that's what you mean. I wouldn't pimp out any black gay nerds. I just uh, try to get them some housing. That's what I usually do at my work. Wow, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> laughing like that, true. I guess. Yeah, you know they uh, they often need a residential program. Black gay nerd prostitutes. I just talk How over are you? Me. What? I can't hear you. Oh. You talked. Whoa, now I can hear you great. Get over me. I said we need to crack on. I don't want this to take too long. And it's talking about eating black people, apparently. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you're a racist, like real man. You're I, a racist. True. I am a racist. Big old bigot. Big mm. old one. I think it's. What do you want? I think this box is actually smashing my keyboard and muting me. Um, yeah, because I have a few, a few yeah. of the times. But Judge Dredd versus Aliens, a uh, graphic novel, which I think this is the thing you had intended to just send me. Right. And then something happened. Well, the, okay, here's what happened. Uh, it was much, it was very, the box that I had, that was the box that I already had. And I was like, I'll just put it in here. And I put it in the box and I was like, that looks awfully stupid that's just a, a big box with the one comic in it and I, I was giving you i mean you're british and you like aliens so i'm like he's gotta love judge dread versus aliens because it's totally one of the best judge dread comics ever made it's actually pretty fun because an alien tries to eat babies or something but um yeah so i was like i'm gonna send you that because you gave me that duke nukem belt buckle which was really sweet um and then i was like this box is just too empty and then i did a bunch of shots of blueberry vodka and then that, the rest happened, and I sent you ties and sex in the city. And you, yeah, you basically emptied your house of things. You oh, didn't no, I've eat. got a lot of crap in my house still. It's infuriating. Holmes, you're next. Wow, that's exciting. I can't wait. It's had a, um, a metal, like, hangy plate of Sebastian Bach, which was actually quite fitting considering we were talking about Bach earlier. Um, yeah, was that different... Brian Blessed. Yeah, Brian no, Blessed. No, that was this one. Oh, uh-huh. important. I want a gold metal plate hanging thing. <laughs> I have got heavy. I've got an issue with heavy metal. The Adult Illustrated Fantasy Magazine, two dollars fifty from Lee's Comics. That's also um, that's from nineteen seventy nine. I think that's actually got um, the first part of the Alien graphic novel in there, which is really cool. It says it, on the corner, yeah, yeah featuring it's, Alien. It's super neat. It doesn't look like. Um, doesn't look like it doesn't look like American comics and it doesn't look like European comics. It just looks kind of heavy metalish. It's neat. So that's good. That sounds great. Devo, greatest hits, burned onto a CD. <laughs> <laughs> that did make what? me laugh. 
Because I quite like Devo, but to have it burned Devo? into CDR. Oh. Yeah. Yes, I say Devo. Get over it. I don't conform. <laughs> uh, a, I'm not sure. Is this a wristband or what? It's a rubber ring with whatever written on it. Yeah, it's a cool bracelet, so you can wear, and your friends will see it, and they'll know that you don't care because it says whatever. Whatever I said, Devo. Whatever, mate. Um, <laughs> it's a little too small for my wrist, but it's probably just the right size for my penis. My penis is big, guys. <laughs> did you get that or not? Massive donk. So now it's a cock ring that says whatever. So whatever, I don't care. <laughs> I'm having sex, having sex, listening to Devo, whatevs, bro. <laughs> uh, a plastic eye. I'm, it looks like it's been torn from something, like it wasn't... Because I thought it was one of those eyes where you put it on a table and roll it, and because it's in, like, oil in plastic, the eye always looks up. But it's not. It's just a plastic eye. It's... At, the, um, at the Telltale Game Games event where they announced The Walking Dead being a new a new series... They gave me that in my drink, which was a zombie. And I said, that's oh. just, I, I thought it was candy, and I tried to eat it, but um, I broke one of them, and then the other one I didn't try to eat because it was plastic. So so now I've got that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it's my problem. <laughs> don't, don't eat it. It's not candy. What's this? I didn't even know this was in here. What's... Oh, this is an actual explanation. I didn't see this little letter at the bottom. Jim, I got horrible drunk on blueberry vodka and assembled this care package for you. I originally wanted to just send you the Aliens comic, but then I decided to get weird. Lol. <laughs> That's a lovely little message. Max, is this just your master plan to get rid of all the crap in your apartment building up? Oh, God, yeah. No, it's so much fun. It's Jim... the opposite of what people do for us, you know, when they send us, uh, like, weird stuff to put on our set, you know? They're like, here's some little bobbleheads. Here's a... Uh... You know, Steel Battalion. Actually, that's a really cool right. thing to send someone. I'm like, I don't have cool stuff, so here's my copy of Sex in the City. <laughs> yeah. Who and, wants it? <laughs> and here is a free... This one was actually legitimately good, I thought. Jim Henson's Fraggle Rock, the comic from Free Comic Day. Oh. Oh, yeah, I have that. It's that actually cool. Um, yeah. Classic. Fright Flicks. Um, Bubblegum cards. Um, this looks like it was from 1954. So I don't want to try the bubble gum inside. That was part of a, a care package. I got sent a whole bunch of those from uh, from Occam's Electric toothbrush. Ah. From Hugh. Oh. He said he, he did a similar care package that was like even weirder. Oh god, this, is, like, this isn't like the ring, is it? Like if I don't pass this on, I will die in seven days. You might die in seven days anyway if you try and eat that well, gum. Well, that is true. Yeah, um... <laughs> I think I think that that's that's the, the sort of the footnote for that old urban legend. If you if you swallow your gum, you'll die or it'll get stuck in your body for ten years. That's not true unless it's bubble gum from trading cards from twenty five years ago. <laughs> yeah, they say it takes like seven years to digest or something ridiculous like that. That's, that's probably why I'm so fat because I swallow not, a lot of gum. It's not true. It's you just poop it out. And it's like corn. You don't digest corn all the way either. But you know, you poop corn out. It's just you see it. You're like, hi, corn. So yeah, poop yeah. corn out. Yeah. Pulling away from me. I don't poop. So. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. Did, did, Jim, did I send you the the uh, black or white teacher book? I'm actually I'm gonna get onto the books okay. now. I wanted to start with uh, Nevada Bar's Track of the Cat, an Anna oh, Pigeon mystery. 
um, my god. I've never heard you this sent... before. This uh, is a lot of stuff. The memory of the... violence and loss drove Anna Pigeon from the city to seek peace in the southwestern wilderness. Now a ranger in America's national parks, Anna is at one with nature in its serene, unspoiled majesty. But the brutal death of a fellow ranger in the remote West Texas backcountry, presumably by mountain lion attack, looks suspiciously like murder to Anna! And her unauthorized investigation unauthorized into the tragedy is placing her squarely in harm's way. For a trail with few leads, what winds wine winds through winds through dangerous territory where Anna must confront the dark side of the fucking desert and <laughs> the human heart. That's a that's oh, a cat lady that- mystery. <laughs> That sounds gripping yeah. the way I wrote, read that. <clears throat> I collect yeah, yeah. I collect horrible, horrible science fiction novels that I find places. Uh, that was one of them. I found that at a bus stop on 26th Avenue in Geary. And I was like, this is mine now. I am taking this now. And I passed that on to you, an Anna Pigeon mystery. What I love is they, they play it up like, oh, it's an Anna Pigeon mystery. Oh, great. I love Anna Pigeon. That's the first one in the series. <laughs> I, think one, I think there's one other one. It's like, oh, fucking Anna Pigeon. Guess what? She gets eaten by a mountain lion. She's dead. She's oh gone. God, she didn't fucking. I hate it when they do that. Like they think they're gonna be like Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings right. or whatever. And it's like, oh, I will name the series and I will have ten books. Laura Pigeon. Never happens. Poor old, <laughs> poor old Anna fucking Pigeon. Oh, um, Anna Pigeon. I forgot already. But this book, I think, is more gripping than the last. Um, because it's got a new preface. I mean, that, like, I came buckets as soon as I saw it. I'm like, well, I've got the old preface, mate, but, well, fuck a new one. Oh! This is uh, Vivian Gusson Paley's White Teacher. Vivian Paley presents a moving personal account of her experiences teaching kindergarten at an integrated school within a predominantly white middle-class neighborhood. In a new preface, she reflects on the way that even simple terminology can convey unintended meanings and show a speaker's blind spots. She also vividly describes what her readers have taught her over the years about herself as the white teacher. That sounds pretty heavy. It's like Dangerous Minds, except you don't want to fuck Michelle Pfeiffer, and she's not in the ghetto. And it's got a new preface, too. Now, I think I need to scan the lazy-eyed, mad-looking old woman on the front cover. <laughs> Isn't the cover incredible? Surrounded by her ethnically diverse class. It is something else. Yeah. What's the I name of that, that book again? White Teacher. White Teacher by Vivian Gusson Bailey. It's just called White Teacher? White Teacher, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, this, is, this looks like a Photoshop. Like, it looks like a Photoshop Friday. You know, it originally is called, like... I, don't, I just I want to know what she puts in the preface, like what kind of miscommunications she made that caused people to question her. <laughs> like, she's like, she's told, I'm so sick of teaching these. Yeah, um, I realized I had to say something after that, and then I realized I couldn't say anything after that. Um, just to round out the package, two packets of Advil, and. And a beer Not bottles, bottle packets. Cap. And a beer bottle cap, Colt 45. Yep. That's yeah. Mexicoville's care package, ladies That's how I send people presents. Holmes, you get one next. It's going to be funny. 
That's really exciting. Put your return address so I can send you stuff. Okay. I've got some junk. Yeah, I don't know if you guys know this, but the the folks in the community do this a whole lot, and I it kind of there's something really fun about sending people weird presents. Um, Mr. Yeah, Andy Dixon, who we all know, Mr. Andy Dixon, the the wonderful community member. Oh yeah. He, uh, community, well, he's a community manager now. Is he community manager? Oh, that's just fucking awesome. Yeah, I I knew he was suddenly on our work emails, and I was like, uh oh, here come the boners. Um, but yeah, he's um <laughs> he uh has a daughter named Miss Alice Dixon. And uh, my girlfriend Jen made her made a little a little uh, like cross stitch needlepoint framed picture that just says Miss Alice Dixon and has two guns and two skulls and it's little hearts and it's just like that's neat that's like guess who doesn't do that motherfuckers on Kotaku suck it <laughs> no they're too professional yeah um, speaking about Kotaku um, at least they sometimes talk about games. <laughs> I just realized we have been we've been recording for almost an hour. <laughs> yeah. I thought over an hour now. This is we talked about this we is... talked about that pinball game. Oh, this is stupid. We talked about games. Right? Uh, uh, um... Hey, did you guys know that Lamar from Revenge of the Nerds co starred in Snake Eater Two, the drug buster, starring Lorenzo Lamas? Nope. Wow, no. how okay. kind of snakes he was eating. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a hardcore pimp in this one with a red coat. It's really good. Check it out. Okay. Snake wow. Eater 2, the drug buster. So, uh, video games? Max Scofield. Max, you played a game this Holy week. Holy shit. You really wanted to talk about it. Best fucking game. Oh, my what God. Is what is Okay. What is it's on. It's on Xbox Live Arcade Indie Games, and it's called Fatal Seduction. And this was recommended to me by a community member, Shibalba, uh, who told me, just, just download it, it's 80 Microsoft points, don't read up on it, just get it. And I am completely with with him on that. It's, oh my god, it's so fucking messed up. Um, I want you to imagine in your mind, uh, Altered Beast crossed with Squidbillies. And then... Um, and then, uh, and then imagine that more fucked up, and make it like an episode of Special Victims Unit, and you're fucking almost there. It's so warped. You really? fight demon fetuses. Sounds great. As a little girl, it's it's like it's it's fucking creepy. It's just really like it's it's not the best game, but it's a buck, and it's kind of an interesting thing. I actually would I'd rather have you guys play it and then like. Come back and tell me what you think, because it's worth checking out. It's a buck, and it's uh, Jim. I especially thought of you because it's really—it sounds like something you'd make up. Yeah, especially. <laughs> I mean, you mentioned just the name in the email before we started recording, and I wanted to—I didn't have enough time today, but I wanted to check it out uh, before we recorded. Um, just the name, just Fatal Seduction, makes me think this is a game I want to play <laughs> because it sounds like yeah, it right? promises something bad. Yeah, um, it's it's better than I thought it would be in terms of like, I guess quality. I was expecting like a game where you're, you know, trying to finger bang a ghost or something, but uh, <laughs> it's not what I got. I'm disappointed. Um, Do they oh, take oh. it really seriously? It's 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 kind of serious. It's kind of it's got a little bit of a Blair Witch thing going on for it. So like, the less you know about it, almost the better. Um, okay, but. Yeah, I played that. I also I, I'm really trying to get more in touch with indie gaming, so I downloaded Will You Ever Fall Find True Love for my wow. Xbox. And that game what? is so, so terrible. That sounds awful. I don't it's even know what it is. 
sounds terrible. I actually, I actually feel a little bit of like buyer's remorse. It's one of those fucking games where it's just like you paid like, Shut up, Tara. You what is it? Is it basically sounding coming off the title? It sounds like one of those art games where they basically wanted to write a poem, but oh no 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 no! It's it's not it's not artsy at all. Oh okay. It's, you start it up and it's like. How many girls have you been with? And I'm mm. like, <laughs> way more than that. And then it's like, do you see yourself as a family man? And I'm like, press X, maybe, eventually. And then it's like, do you put others before yourself? And it just does this for like 10 questions. And then at, at the end it says, you need to be less of a jerk if you ever want to find true love. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. So you actually did pay money for that? I yeah. Uh, how much? <laughs> this is an indie game? Is that what How they called it? How much did you pay for it, Max? 1,200. 1,200 Microsoft points. <laughs> yeah, it's really not a good game. You shouldn't get it. <laughs> How is it even a game? It's just a bunch of questions, right? Yeah, it's like or do a you jump around thing. a little bit or something? No, you don't do no. anything. It's not a fucking game. It's a piece of software that they're marketing on the on the game store. It's a fucking... Which... It's a Facebook thing. It's it Facebook. Yeah, no, it's really it's it's a Facebook it's a Facebook quiz that someone put on yeah. Xbox Live Arcade, and I pretty much knew that going into it. I just want to see how bad it was. The part that cracked me up was how old are you? And it's like thirteen to seventeen, eighteen to nineteen, over twenty one, and I'm like, wow, that's funny. That yeah. is fun. I'm sad and for I you though. Like, I, sad I just, but fun. There's. One of the one of the questions was like, what, what do you you know what do you, do you like talking about your feelings? And like one of the options is burp. I like beer, and I was like, <laughs> I'm fucking clicking that one, you little <laughs> shit. It was made by some fucking bitter like lonely motherfucker, and I'm just you know I'm just this asshole who's like, ha, 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 I play video games. I'm a jerk. It's it was great. It was a fun thing to play, but I don't I don't I don't feel like I should have paid a dollar for it. So that's no, that's my that's my games of the week right there. <laughs> well, you tried. You you I experimented. Also got, uh, called Send In Jimmy, and I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but I'm going to. Wow. And I'll. It's called Send In Jimmy. They said it was a shooter. It's called Send. It's called Send In Jimmy. <laughs> okay. so it sounds like it's going to be good, I guess. Yeah, I, I like so. how Max kept saying the the name until it got a laugh. <laughs> Guys, it's called Sin. Sounds like something take When is when is there gonna be a muddy buddy game? What a preposterous name for a video game. Hey who would name a game such a terrible lame name for a game? I send in Jimmy, because he's my dog, and I get him to pick up the grouse that we've been shooting in the forest. We're gonna play a video game. Well, this game look. <laughs> this game doesn't look very good. I was looking it up while we were talking about it, or while I was hearing what it was called. Yeah, it looks like you just walk around and shoot guys. Yeah, I think I don't you're care as long as you send in Jimmy at the beginning of the game, <laughs> not at the end, because I want to see that's Jimmy the get first... sent in. That's the first thing you do. I'm watching it right now. Are you a sent enough got... Jimmy to rescue the president? Climbs <laughs> <laughs> into your disk drive so that you may send in more Jimmys. <laughs> Whoa, it looks like um, 
It looks really terrible. It does sound like like something posh people would use to have sex. Like it's a name for an ornate bejeweled <laughs> dildo on wheels that they ride around while playing polo and jizzing at the same time. Send in the Jimmy. I'm about ready. I'll be I'll be dying in time for tea. Jimmy is the gentleman, the young Puerto Rican fellow I've painted completely gold who lives in my closet. And when I've had too much cooking sherry, I just send in Jimmy to do my business for me. He's going to feed me elegant grapes while stuffing Fabergé eggs in my posterior. We're definitely filthy rich! I love it. Why don't we live in a crystal castle? I'm so inbred, I have weird sex. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, send in Jimmy really doesn't look very good. No. I'm just you don't know shit I'm about sorry. games, Holmes. It's You send I'm in just, Jimmy. I'm, I'm just watching it right now. The first thing that happens, they're like, okay, Jimmy, you got to walk across this wasteland and shoot red barrels. And that's all you do at first. It looks really, really terrible. So yeah. uh, enjoy that. Yeah. I've been basically getting down with my bad self lately. I really want to play you... bad video games and watch bad porn, you know? Yeah, and those books sounded pretty bad, too. Yeah, they're pretty you? bad. I'm going to be reading some, uh, I have one called Cyber Books by Dead Bova. <laughs> by Dead Volva? <laughs> <laughs> no, by Ben Bova. I got it for ben... free. So... Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ben. I mixed up your name with a dead Volvo. Uh, so, so out of it. This, Would anybody this, like this to talk about video games? Is, yeah, I can try. My brain is... I don't know if Tara's even still with us. Are you there? I'm here. Tara? Tara, if you got Isn't it hard? I mean, when Jim and Max get on a roll like this, yeah, like my brain starts to melt. Like, I've I, been trying to think for the past 20 minutes. Yeah, my brain's gone. I can't gone. come until I get on a roll. A big one picks in the largest kitchen in Europe. I only have <laughs> sex with women who have wheels. <laughs> I... <laughs> I... That was great pronunciation. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I'm saying. I my brain... can't come unless I've got a waffle between I'm my... Going to <laughs> yeah, okay, I, when we come back, we'll stop. But in the meantime, fetch me my lost gurney. I wish to ride about the hallways nudity. <laughs> <laughs> Bury me in the sand pit and bring in the ostrich. I shall be upside down with my legs apart. And whatever happens is on the ostrich's head. <laughs> I do fail to find out which of these melons has been filled with broken glass. (laughs) What? Would you care to guess how I will find this out? Bring me Winkle Watson and the Bishop of Bath and Wells. First one to make the servant point. First one to make the servant boy choke gets a thousand shiny shillings. Accept <laughs> <laughs> those shillings at Mrs. Mulligan's sensual emporium of erotic delights for the discerning gentleman. Tonight I, I will for, not be drinking it. wine. My glass will be filled to the brim with rubies. <laughs> I see it this much. 
<laughs> no, they said they'd just keep on <laughs> Disney's head and an elephant, yeah. Oh, they're, they're so rich, Jonathan Holmes. They can afford anything is the joke. And they've gone loopy with it. Oh, they've, gone, like... they've gone bananas with all their money. It would be really great to dress you and max up with uh, powder. You know, powder have... your face. And oh, God, I want to do that. I have always wanted to do that. I want to walk around Mississippi in a Georgian, like, full-on Georgian costume... <laughs> And a, a kerchief in my hand, powdered wig, makeup on the face, lipstick, walking around Walmart saying, Oh, this is once again the property of Her Majesty! Oh no, His Majesty would have to be the King. His Majesty the King! Everybody here in Mr. Sippy's, raise your hand! Attention members of the Sportsman Zeppelin Club, Today's game of hedgehog croquet has been cancelled, so we will be gathering in the dining hall to wax a panda bear and remove its fur the difficult way. Have you seen my new shoes? They are two crocodiles! Full-bodied crocodiles for walking in the snow. A snow that I have had shipped in from Finland! Yeah, it packs. You see it packs this front. snow in my yard. Oh, this is it. my winter of discontent. <laughs> I want five great. golden new reeds. Five, <laughs> five of them civil play, all singing the most obscure Velvet Underground song you can find. I think Sister Ray for today, please. Oh, we are having all of tomorrow's parties. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you guys could do that at PAX, oh yeah, great. I think that's good. Just dress up like that. Dress up in the the fineries. It's hard to get those dresses, though. I mean, you'd have to wear dresses and stuff, right? Are they in drag? These these things? They're men. They're gentlemen. Those are guys. Oh, yeah. They're, they're gentlemen dandies, fops and bows. <laughs> they sound like Julia Child, but fuck them, you know. <laughs> They're, they're uh, decadent fancy man. This whole time I was picturing like um you know those ladies. No. But uh, you said lipstick and stuff. Picturing the most rakish of coxcombs. <laughs> <laughs> so uh I beg your yeah. pardon sir what are you accusing me of? I have never had my crumpet unbuttered. <laughs> so that's code for that thing, right? Not, I'm trying to stick with you. Not unless you the servant boy, and they're not real people anyway. They're poor. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of a few stories, but... Uh, okay, we're almost we're at an hour and a half, I think. Oh, Look at this poor enough. fool! He can only afford to have his legs shaved by Mark Knopfler! <laughs> what, <laughs> actor? <laughs> Wait, is he for the Dire Straits? Yes, yeah, My friend, oh, my friend was like... My friend's boyfriend does, like, guitar repair in Virginia or something, and they hung out with him. And I was like, while he's there, you, you should get him to help you move some, uh, you know, some televisions and these, these color TVs and refrigerators. 
if you had a chance to hang out with the guy from the Dire Straits, wouldn't you be like, oh, hey, man, if you're like, if you're not busy, oh, you know, could you help me? Yeah, yeah. Actually, Anyone? If I if, if I met moments. if I met Mark Knopfler from the band Dire Straits, I would look at him for an hour, just going, I want my, I want my, I want my MTV. Pissed my wife off the other day doing that. She was getting really into the song. They don't play it on the radio very often. As soon as that bit kicked off, she was getting really into it. I just started going, I want my MTV. I want my MTV. I'm going to try to do it. I'm going to try to reel us in. I'm uh, going to do it. I'm going to try right now. Oh, uh, Holmes. There's no do sense. It, do it. Just give it up. I can do it. I'm going to do it. it I'm, like so... I said, I'm in a really overexcited mood today, and I'm, I'm very sorry, ladies and gentlemen, for getting overexcited and acting like a giddy schoolboy. No, that's great. I'm glad you're excited. I'm going to sit you know... and... and with my finger over my mouth. So, apologize no. for nothing. What about that? I'm just thinking, you know, pushing it into uh, the old... No, I have been a naughty boy, Jonathan Holmes. <laughs> no, that, I've, I've enjoyed you it. You are going to have to discipline me. <laughs> You're going to have so. to spank my little bottom. My little my little bottom red raw. And then finger it and all. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, 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 you so... did a little snort then. I did. Oh, I, I did. like a little fuck pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I, do have, I do have traits. People sometimes say I look like the uh, the baby from Dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, <there's... laughs> I take it as a compliment. He sold t-shirts. He's a cute little guy. You look exactly like him, Holmes. Do the impression. Do I really? Oh, <laughs> okay, he's, wait, uh... I'm googling it right now. Do the impression. Oh yeah, he's uh, I'm the baby. Gotta love me like that. He's wait, a little guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, you Not look like another one of the characters from Dinosaurs. Hold on. Uh, the dad, the fat dad, or the uh, the grandma, maybe. You look I like could a go cross the between grandma. the baby from Dinosaurs and Matt Pinfield from MTV. <laughs> Two like, like muscular. leathery, wet. Yeah, they're 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 very wet. The two of those. I always look kind of shiny, unfortunately. You're gonna love this thing I'm making you. By the way, it's really coming out well. It's not milk oh. tank though. It's not milk tank. I want, an, think, and... I want you to think of other other Pokemon with the physique of milk tank who should not have the physique of milk tank. Huh? Could be Blissey or uh, Chansey. Chansey's no, a good no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, I made one of the other Pokemon really fat by accident, but it's funnier, <laughs> so I'm going with it. Yeah, that that could be great. I like when things are fattened up in general. So okay, so I'm gonna do it. <laughs> video game. Uh, I got some import video games in the mail. <gasps> Tell us about them, Jonathan Himes from the internet. I got. Yeah, I uh, I got Rhythm Heaven. On the Wii, and I got Pandora's Towers, another game people talk about sometimes. And I got uh, classics, 3D classic Xevious. You know that that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's it. I talked, <laughs> about, I talked about the video games. Now, what do you guys want to talk about? Goats are funny animals. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Did have you played Pandora's Tower yet? 
Yeah, I did. Yeah, how, how's it? I, uh, I really like it. I, I've only played it for a little while because Rhythm Heaven really took up most of my brain. But uh-huh. I really liked how in Pandora's Tower it's that particular feeling you get from Japanese games that are trying to interpret the feeling of uh, European fairy tale. The, I, I got that feeling from Ico and from Shadows of the Colossus. So you get that kind of feel, but with a creepy anime vibe to it. Um, you guys have watched Japanese cartoons before, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. So, you know the archetype of like it, it. It can be a man or a woman, but it doesn't matter. They're small and shriveled, and they're sort of Yoda-ish, but creepier. And they usually have a voice like, "Oh, oh, 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 that is amazing! Wow, you're really good at that." Oh, thanks. I, I love those characters. There's one in Ninja Scroll. There's one in like Demon City Shinjuku. They're they're always in it. And yeah. and there's one in Pandora's Tower that's awesome. It's this weird hag with death just attached to it, like a backpack. So there's this giant death uh, just hanging out with the hag, and it it talks occasionally too, but only in gibberish. And since I don't know Japanese that well, I can't figure out why any of this is happening. But it's you. The death hag and the beautiful woman who's slowly turning into like a half snail zombie, and you have to uh, kill demons with a hookshot from Legend of Zelda, and pry their hearts out, and then give it to the hag, and then the hag is like, and like gets really ecstatic about it, and then forces the beautiful snail to eat the heart. Wow. And, uh, she's really miserable about it, but then she feels much better after she eats it. That's like the first 30 minutes. That 20 is minutes. terrifyingly authentic, your hag, though, your Japanese hag. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, I love it a lot. I, I, uh, I want to just be with that hag in real life. So I pretend- <laughs> Sometimes it's a guy, though, like in Devil Man. Have you guys seen Devil Man, the original one? No. Nope. With the turtle no, I, I haven't seen that, actually. You should see it. There's a turtle who's got all these human faces in his shell, and uh, he just does that voice again. I'm not going to do it again for the third time, but uh, yeah, it's do good. It again, do, it again, do it again, do it again, do it again. Okay, so Devilman comes down to the swamp, and he's like, listen, my mom is in your shell. Her, cell, her soul is in your shell. I want you to let her out. And uh, the turtle's like, Honda, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> it's really mad and kills him. And, nice. Uh, he even his laugh is great. You gotta watch that. And you should play Tim Pandora's Tower. It's good. I like it. And uh, Rhythm Heaven is really good too. I can't believe how good it is. Actually, I'm sort of. I fr- I thought it would be like the DS one, except on the Wii. But they they really evolved it. It's much more intricate in terms of the rhythms that you have to do. It's much more difficult and detailed. It's very good. I'm very happy about it. Oh, that's cool. I'm actually looking. Yeah, that's good. Like, like I said, yeah. you're gonna have to tell me how to fuck up my way because I'm sick of it. I'm I'm done. Oh. I'm done. <laughs> you, you, I'm done playing by Nintendo of America's rules. Yeah, I don't blame so. you. I uh, I've had mine modded for a while just for. Uh, first, it was for Fatal Frame Four and for. Um, Tatsunoko versus Capcom before it came out in the United States. I had to get that. It's so much better. Um, even the uh, the homebrew apps are better than than Nintendo's uh, attempts at the same thing. Like there's a an app called the Homebrew Browser, 
which as long as your Wii is connected to the internet, it goes to some server somewhere that some guy just set up, and it's like a shop where you can just download all the free homebrew applications like emulators and uh, games and like MP3 players and stuff. Yeah, and it's so easy to navigate and scroll through. It's much easier to scroll through than the uh, the WiiWare shop. Now, I'm not advocating privacy. I mean, uh, piracy with this, but if you... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. How do I talk myself out of that one? Uh, I don't know. Just I, go I, boo. I, that's why I always do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not used to talking. There was so much time on the podcast where I was just listening to you guys, and I'm trying to remember how to talk, and it's it's hard. <laughs> okay. All I'm right, sorry. I talked. I, I just saw a post by Epic KX Detoid on the Ms. Uh-huh. Ocean Man pinball table. Just in all uh-huh. capital letters. I can't wait to sink my silver balls in Mr. Detoid's <laughs> hole. <laughs> Vomiting hole. I love that. Um, he's, he's getting funnier and funnier. I yeah, when he first he's started a great off, guy, he, yeah, yeah, he really he was really mean to a lot of people when he first came on Detoid, and since then he's really toned it down and it's just gone for straight comedy and people love him. Yeah, as they should. He's yeah, a great, great guy. guy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So there you go. There's a treat for Diesel listening to this bit now. Epic KX Man face. Get a better name. Um, <laughs> I play From Dust. Um, I figured it's about time I mentioned a video game. Um, I played From Dust, and it is a game with a really good idea, um, a genuinely good idea that would have been a fantastic addition to somebody else's game. Um, and that is the issue with my review, which went up uh, today at the time of recording, yesterday at the time of your listening to this. Um, I gave it a 5.5 out of 10. I said it was a mediocre experience. Um, I did not want to take anything away from how beautiful the game is and how fascinating the physics are, but it is still a boring game. Uh, When you have one really good idea, you run the risk of over-exploiting that one idea if you've got nothing else to the point where all the magic from the originality just drains. And I was like that by the second level. Um, the idea mm. is you are a like the ref, um, and you have these little like uh, tribal guys called just called the men, and you gather, you basically terraform, you, you pick up like the earth from one area and put it on another, and using genuinely awesome physics, you know, they'll plonk down and, and form little mountains or whatever, um, you can pick up water and put out fires and, and move it wherever it needs to go, you can pick up lava, drop that and it'll solidify, turn into rock. And the behavior is really impressive, and there's some like genuinely interesting things. Like you know, pick up some dirt, put it over a river, build a little bridge, send your little men to a totem, and they will chant at the totem and make a village. Um, and they'll do that over and over and over again <laughs> for the rest of the game, because your only real job is picking up bits of muck from one area and drop muck <laughs> elsewhere. Um, in a really rather slow way as well. The game is very slow-paced, um, and I can tell they wanted to go for elegant simplicity, but it was too much. They went too far. They went too far in the opposite direction from black and white, which a lot of people said had too much to do. Now there's not enough at all. You can't really mm. interact with your guys. When your guys are in trouble, you are helpless to save them. Your only job is to like point at a totem and say, go over there and do your thing. They'll go over there and make a village. They'll go to a rock and 
pass knowledge around to help them like make water pass around the village rather than flood it. Um, and I said in the review, and I was actually quite proud of this sort of, like line because it sounded profound, which is rare for me. And I just said, it, it, if ever a game gives you the feeling of a god bound in chains, this is it. Because that's oh, that is what, pretty profound. You have yeah. the power to explode mountains, to make mountains, to direct the flow of the sea, um, to move the earth itself, but you can't stop a little man in a mask from <laughs> falling into the river and drowning. <laughs> you, know? huh. you can't talk to your followers. You can't really direct them. Once you tell them to go somewhere, they'll make their own path, even if it's not the path you just spent half an hour painstakingly building. They'll be like, oh no, I want to walk around. I want to walk through this bit of river. Rebuild the path, please, son. Um, so you've got to rebuild everything that you've, even though you've made them a perfectly legible path. Um, I say legible, workable path. Um, right. The guys will just walk off on their own sort of thing, and and you can't really control them. So you are basically like an incredibly powerful god that can't really do anything useful. Um, Can and they do like storms or lightning or anything? Or no, they know. are level specific puzzles. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, when heavy rain comes, that is at a predetermined point within a level. To like, and then that is a challenge you've got to work around. Like everything in it is is a puzzle. Like tsunamis will come at, like every four minutes, and your job is to like time when you send a man to go get like the water repelling knowledge and everything. It's yeah, okay. yeah. I, I played it last year, and I talked to the uh, developer, and he had a lot of big ideas for it that it doesn't sound like they ever actually made it into the game, which is unfortunate. I mean, uh, I know. it's it's very stripped down. Like you just you don't really do much. Hmm. I wonder if they I, ran out of money. I played it at, at uh, E3 this year also, and I enjoyed it. But even in my ten minute demo, I could kind of see that the motions were really repetitive, and that it was just kind of the same idea over and over again. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. I think I did. I briefly mention from Dust last week, and I said I was. I was very, trying to be very like vague and elusive, and I was like, I hope it develops from where I am into something else. You didn't mention what the game was. Yeah. Ah. Oh, well, there you go. Like I, I mentioned how like it's interesting, but I hope it develops from there, and it, it never does. You know, they'll right. give you like lava to play with later. They'll give you a tree that you can make explode, but uh, by dropping <laughs> by dropping like more lava near it a bit. Um, but you know, it's just so. It's like. You spend your whole time thinking, let me go down there and kick the shit out of the lava because I'm a god, you know? It's like yeah. you just huh. end up wanting to do something else. By the time it was like I was finished with it, I was like, I just wanted to drop lava on the villagers because it was the only interactivity you can have with them. Um, and th yeah, and that's a, that annoyed me because I was really fascinated by these little like characters because they had these really kooky masks. They looked a bit like the Leaf guys from um, uh, Wind, oh, Wind Waker. Waker. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I like these guys. And but they do nothing. Like they'll build a village, and animals will start coming when you fill up enough land with vegetation, and then oh, nothing. Like, just nothing happens. <laughs> the animals wander about, the men wander about, you can't interact with them, you can't make them do anything, you can't, you know, it's not like settlers or something where you can build and become invested in a whole working village. It's just 
nothing. It's just that mm. it's just one idea. They, it's a t- it, it feels like a tech demo of just look at our physics. You know, it is the PS One Tyrannosaurus Rex, except you've got to pay fifteen dollars to play with it. Ah, that's a shame. I wonder. Hopefully, he'll do better next time. This was his big comeback. The uh, Eric Jakai, I think it's how yeah. you pronounce it. And yeah, it is a shame because a shame. I wish nothing but good things for him because oh yeah, it's a genuinely interesting idea. It just needed. Mm. It's just what what you're given is something that would be a fantastic feature or a gimmick in another game with a lot more to it. The central concept isn't strong enough to stand up as its own game mode. Right, and that's right. my biggest problem with it. And it's a shame, because I was really looking forward to it. I was like, come on, Summer of Arcade, don't let me down. I wasn't too fond of Bastion. Um, it was okay, as I said. I didn't love it. But from dust, this is going to be the one. This is going to mesmerize me. And again, you know, like, reviews have been a bit more mixed, but the, the high-end ones were like, oh, I got lost in From Dust's world. This wonderful sandbox. I was like, but there's nothing to do. <laughs> How huh. did you get lost? How did you not know what your objective was? There was just sand. <laughs> From Dust is all sand, no box. <laughs> that's that's, oh, that's. I wish I'd put that in the review. All hey, sand, you just no box. Away. Um, yeah. That's and that's point. what I think of. You know, again, I apologize to the people on N4G who uh, wish that I um, wrote using their brains, but, you know. I'm well, I was going to ask you about that. I, I'm, I'm always fascinated with that uh, when people say, well, I specifically wanted you to write something else, something that I already think about this game. Why couldn't you get someone who thinks exactly like me to write this review so I could read my own thoughts? Yeah, Isn't that strange when that happens? Well, there was that one knob-end who kept like, oh, why didn't you get Tara Long to review this? And I'm like, because she's not a video game reviewer. Uh, <laughs> if, if, I, if I had that power, you know, why couldn't I get Justin McElroy from Joystick or, or the guys from Edge to do it? Like, and, I think now, I, and why exactly, I mean, did they mention why they wanted I think a because Tara for- has said, like, nice things about it on um, the Detroit show. And Yeah, I was really looking forward to it. And and even after I you know played with it at E three, I said positive things about it because I genuinely enjoyed it. And that's yeah, how like, that's how you write a review. You've got to make sure you're one hundred percent guaranteed the person who's going to play it is going to like it. Um, uh, or or not. It's inter- when I reviewed um, Mega Man Nine. I remember Dexter, who's our friend, who uh, is even writing for us more now. Uh, at that time, he was just in the in the comments, and he was like, "Why couldn't you get someone who doesn't like Mega Man to write the Mega Man Nine review? I want the perspective of someone who hates it, like me." I'm like, "Well, y- yeah, uh, they would just hate it, though." And there like you go. You. Yeah, you can't so please everyone. Just, yeah, I was puzzled by why he. And then you get. Just, and then yeah. you get people who are like, um, "Well, why don't we do multi-man reviews again? Why don't we have like one person who doesn't like it and one person who does review it?" And I'm like, "Because then every game would be a five, <laughs> you know." <laughs> It's. I'm sorry. Like you got to think these things through. Um, but I just. I. I gave up in the comments. I mean, I don't even read comments that much anymore, and I only really hear about what people are saying on NeoGaf and N4G. Um, none of it good what I hear. But I gave up looking myself because it's just boring. But I did end up just posting in the From Dust review. Well, why couldn't we get Freddy? Why? Why couldn't we get a Freddy Kruegers to do it? <laughs> I mean, really, if we're going to ask, like, why don't we get? people that don't review games to review games. Speaking of Freddy Krueger's, actually. Um, yeah, what do you guys think someone, of that? Yeah, someone, did you want to talk about that, John? Yeah, I'm interested, because you guys all know about Freddy Krueger, and I was surprised by 
how killed much... a bunch of people. <laughs> killed all those people. You sounded so raspy about it. It's terrible. Killed a bunch of people. I haven't talked for like thirty seconds, minutes. Minute. <laughs> it's weird when you don't talk for a while, right? I, I really got bad at talking. I really lost practice. I feel like I'm back now, though. I can talk again. Uh yeah. I was surprised by how controversial. It seemed to be that Freddy Krueger was announced as a downloadable character for mm. Mortal Kombat. Ah. I was surprised by the controversy. Yeah, but, you too, right? Yeah, the people cared. <laughs> I really was surprised, <laughs> like you. It's like, oh, well, this ruins the Mortal Kombat legacy. Whoops. Sorry, what? <laughs> what was this strict, um, yeah. like, sacred canon it, in Mortal Kombat? It's fucking Kombat? perfect. I was well, half hoping yeah. we'd get Ed Boon as a playable character. That would be <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, that's a uh, noob uh, Tobus, right? No, no, no. I mean, just Ed Boon in like some slacks and a you know a blue yeah. shirt, and he takes his eyebrows off and uses them as a boomerang. Like, yeah. he's too humble for that. I, I think this is a game yeah. where like one of the programmers will jump up in front of the screen and go toasty, and you are expecting like sense. Of any they turn time. into babies and make friends when you win. Like, yeah, some what do you yeah, want? if you do the right moves, it's yeah, and it. And the whole, what I said in the post about it was um, the series was based on killing people. It was like, well, this is the, the series where you do uh, gory, inventive murders at the end and kill your opponent, like rip them out, rip out their uh, you know parts in different ways. That's what Freddy Krueger is all about, is inventive kills. So that was perfect. Yeah. I mean, perfect. I... I actually, um, I was looking at, uh, I was looking for a video I did. I interviewed Ed Boon at the, at the VGAs last year, and I found... Wow. The fucking YouTubist fucking YouTube comment. <laughs> Let me begin. This is from fucking N. Bertuzzi. He says, Ed Boone is the biggest FKN Scorpion Homer. It's absolutely sicking how much favoritism Scorpion gets compared to Sub-Zero. All you see is Scorpion beating up Sub-Zero in all the trailers for the new game. They should be equals. This moron is going to kill the Mortal Kombat brand. It's going to kill Mortal Kombat. That is absolutely sicking. Isn't that... <laughs> yeah. Some people get mad at us when we read YouTube comments aloud and then laugh. We didn't say anything about the guy. We didn't insult him. We I reckon he's a prick. <laughs> I reckon he's a... What was it? A homer? A sick yeah, yeah. homer? Sick and homer. <laughs> Yeah, that's what he is. Sick he is going to kill the Mortal Kombat brand. Yeah. Who uh, is Freddy Krueger is a cool idea. Um, mm. Mortal Kombat, I think the glorious thing about Mortal Kombat... Now, I'm not a big fighting game fan, as I've said many times, but I really appreciate Mortal Kombat as a series. My wife is a big fan of it. I, I like to watch her play it. And I, I like to watch fighting games. I don't really play them. Um, but I mm. love Mortal Kombat especially because it's got this very simple honesty about it. It's got this really unpretentious, just, we do, and, and Ed Boone gives this off when you hear him talk, yeah. listen to his, like, you read his amazing Twitter feed, but he'll answer any question asked of him. Um, it's, he's just got this, I do not give a fuck attitude. It's like, Ninja Lizard, why the fuck not? Why haven't we had this sooner? Of course we want one. And it's, it's so simple in that way, just so honest, just so... Any idea we have goes in. And they want Freddy Krueger in Mortal Kombat? Why the fuck not? 
That it's, makes yeah. sense. It's a game that's kind of made by people with the mindset of really imaginative 11-year-olds. And they're like, yeah, and he fucking <laughs> throws a chain at him and it rips his fucking heart out. Yeah. And they turn into babies. And then one of the babies turns into a dragon. You know? <laughs> yeah, but they take it really seriously. They, they know... They know it's they know it's ridiculous, but at the same time they care a lot about it. So it's not like it's there carelessly. Is, I mean, there is a good, yeah. albeit very silly story, like running through Mortal Kombat, that is delivered <laughs> with, like, in a very straight-faced way. But exactly, it is still like it somehow that works. If anything, I think that makes it better. Like it's got this straight-faced story running through it in a thing about like. You know, skeleton hell ninjas and lizard ninjas and all this stuff. <laughs> Just a random bald man who's painted totally white with huge shoulder pads who's like, yeah. bring me my sword all of a sudden. Just what? Why do you want I'm your sword? I'm going to throw you? hammers at you. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the hammers coming from? <laughs> yeah, I, I, can, I can embrace that. Freddy Krueger totally makes sense in the in the franchise. I I was actually a little bit kind of iffy about Kratos, but Freddy Krueger mm. and Jason and if they had Ash from Army of Darkness, all of that would work in there. Because it's like, with Freddy Krueger, the first one, they kind of had to try to have a serious thing, but then they're like, yeah, he just fucking hates teenagers. And then he was going to fight Jason Voorhees because Jason went to hell. And now Jason's frozen oh, yeah, in space. Have... Like, it all, it's all kind of... It doesn't make any sense. Like doesn't have to. Absolutely, exactly. it almost did. You're bit. right. Um, no, I saw Freddy versus Jason in theaters. I like with... I like that film. I watched it the other day. Yeah, me too. I saw yeah. it with um, ten developmentally disabled adults, all over the age of forty. Yeah, people did that around the country. <laughs> and they were so they were so excited about it. It was all because I worked at a day program for developmentally disabled adults at that time, and they were chanting, you know, like Freddy, Freddy, Freddy. And then we got in the theater, lights turn off, immediately they all fall asleep, just like the loudest snoring. <laughs> as soon as the light, it's just like lights go off, bedtime, and it's over. That might be the, the best. Movie. That might be the best movie going experience I've ever heard about. <laughs> <laughs> That's really great. Well, maybe they were. Maybe they just thought if they did it while the movie was playing, they would meet Freddy. That's kind of. That's kind of uh, yeah. That's meta. Yeah. Maybe. Because. Yeah. Maybe they're thinkers. They're they're ahead of us. <laughs> well, I asked them. So, how'd you like the movie? They're like, it was great. It was great. And I'm like, what's the best part? Uh, they're like, oh, when he killed himself. But there was this one guy. His name was Tony. Just a quick story about Tony. I hope you don't mind. Uh, and no matter what you uh, talk to Tony about, if it was movies, if you asked him, how do you like the, the movie, Tony? It was new Spider-Man. How do you like the new Spider-Man movie? Good. What do you like about it? I like Spider-Man. That's great. What do you like about it? He killed himself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he didn't. He's like, no, he did. He did. He killed him. He killed him. Wow. Did you think on movie? Yeah. What do you like about it? Kill himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jesus. Tony's pretty I, like oh, I wish I saw all movies the way he does. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Um, I tell you what, though, on the subject of Freddy um, being in Mortal Kombat, mm. I was disappointed that it is blatantly the new one. Yeah. I, I must say, it's... I mean, I stopped caring after that. It's like the trailer was cool, and then I looked at his face, and I was like, that doesn't look... No. Oh! If you really attach to the character, it's pretty disappointing. Yeah. But it's if, if you really want Robert England in a video game, you can go play, uh, you know, Black Ops. 
that DLC. Oh, that's that is true. Yeah. Yeah. I know Ed Boon was like, he was trying to say, it's oh, it's neither. It's neither one. Like, it's a new Freddy, oh. but it looks and sounds like the new one. <laughs> what are yeah. we going to do there? Um, and I, in a way, I kind of get it. Like, New Line wanting to promote that one over the old ones. Um, but oh, it's a bit, it was a bit of a shame. Um, that's it. There are, like, big rumors about Jason uh, coming out. And Jason is my boy. Like, respect to Freddy, but Jason is uh, my boy. Um, so I'm looking forward to that, and I actually don't mind which version they use, whether it's the the old one or the new one. A because they're very indistinguishable, and uh, B because is there a difference? Uh, in a way, like the old Jason was just a, a more straightforward walkie 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 machete machete machete. Everyone has a good time. Whereas, <laughs> whereas the new Jason is more of a hunter, like more of a survivalist type guy, and his deaths are a bit more like hunting and trapping and that sort of thing which I actually thought huh. was a cool addition like I know Adam Dork being Adam Dork was very unimpressed um, and a lot of people weren't big fans of it but he fucking straps someone up in their sleeping bag and then like ties it to a rope and hold, uh, dangles it over a campfire which I thought was amazing um, he's a sportsman he's a Sporting, you know, and he uses a bow and arrow like a like a hunting bow at one point, and and it was just a little. I thought it was a very subtle change, but one that worked in the character's favor. So like I don't mind. Bauer try to kill people. Yeah, exactly. I uh, thought I saw that movie. I don't remember any of that. Is uh is the sequel the one where he goes to the house and bothers them? I think you're. I think you saw the Halloween one, the Rob Zombie Halloween. No. No, I saw those two, but I swear to God, I saw one they water skied. I don't think there is a sequel in um, to, to, to Maybe the... Maybe I only saw the first one, then. What there is a do? water ski bit. There is a water ski bit, and he has a, a bow, an arrow, and shoots a guy. Yeah, and there's an Asian nerd who's horny yeah, and alone. He's the, he's the dude from uh, from Disturbia who plays Shia's best friend, fucking Ronnie, and he drinks beer out of a shoe to try and impress a girl. Sorry. Okay. I'll buy that. I haven't seen uh, any Shia LaBeouf movies other than the, um, the oh, Indiana fucking, Jones and Transformers. And fucking Holes. Disturbia. Disturbia is like, it's the rear window for fucking asshole teenagers who don't know anything about Hitchcock. <laughs> and it's fucking great. I love it. <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have to see it. It's, it's easy to get. I'll track it down. So, yeah, uh, yeah we did good. I started talking okay again, I think. That's all right. Sorry I if I didn't. Did I talk? I felt bad about not talking good. No, you Sorry, talked. Guys. You you did talk. You did you did a good talk. You did talk in good for it. You did right good things talking. I like the bit where you. I like the bit where you killed yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, it was hard. Yeah. It's the part where you kill yourself. Yeah. Tara uh, Long, we haven't was... heard anything from you. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even sure how to contribute to this discussion anymore. It's hard. Yeah, it's pretty tough. Do you like Freddy Krueger in Mortal Kombat? I think it's kind of cool, actually. I don't see why people are complaining. Although his character, like, it doesn't seem like you... Somebody pointed out similarities between him and Wolverine, and I kind of agree with that. It's weird that he has two claws. Good God. Yeah. Oh, my God. What? It, I'm just... Uh, just Matt, so this is me. Tara's bitch. She hasn't been able to talk much because we've been talking bollocks about rich Indians. <laughs> Tara is an expert on Wolverine. I shouldn't interrupt. You're right. <laughs> Fuck you, Max Scobell. I'm not buying well, you a... Tart again. <laughs> that was a really good little tart. I'm sorry. Oh, you got him a tart? It was so good. Oh, what kind of tart? Was it, oh, uh, fruit, a, it was a fruit tart. A really, like, a one-inch, 
round little fruit tart with like one a single grape on it and uh, a, a quarter of a strawberry or something. It looked like a fucking hat for the royal tiny. wedding, but it was tiny. That sounds great. Yeah, if like the borrowers had a royal wedding, someone would wear one of those tarts as a hat. <laughs> they're mice, right? Uh, they're the size of mice, you know. Oh, they're like humans. Mice, yeah, they're like little mm. shit humans, like. <laughs> Are they like the littles? I remember the littles. Yeah, they're like the bar. The yeah. borrowers just steal shit. You know, they're the reason for me not being able to find stuff. Oh, because they stole it? No, they borrow it. But it's like, motherfuckers, you never gave it back. You fucking wearing that fucking thimble for a hat for two weeks, and I've been looking for that thimble for a while. So stop it. Anyway, I'll have to uh, bone up on that later. Uh, yeah, did you guys like want to talk borrowers. about? <laughs> I will. <laughs> Did you guys, uh, you know how people hate Capcom now? Is that interesting enough to talk oh, about? Have we got time to cover this? Um, yeah, I think we can do it in a minute. We're going to practice conciseness now. Are this we? is our okay. practice time. Yeah, yeah, so for one minute we will talk about how people hate Capcom now. That's stupid. You shouldn't hate Capcom now. Absolutely not. They had to make a, they had to make a business decision based on how much money they thought they were going to lose off a video game. Otherwise they would have uh, produced it. And uh, Ultimate... Marvel vs. Capcom 3, you should be excited about that. It's a much better version of the original game, except for cheap. And if you don't want it, you don't have to buy it. They're not destroying the old game and, and making it unable for you to play online or with your friends, so you still have that option. But if you want the option for 12 more characters and all these different editions, you can uh, shell out for it. Just 40 bucks. You, I can't believe people are complaining about that. It's this uh, future we live in. Where people uh, complain, well, like, you know. No, no. Yeah? The, f- the uh, fucking yeah. first game came out for 60 bucks, like... Right. Last year, I mean, yes. remember when remember when Street Fighter Four came out and a bunch of people bought it, and then like a bunch of people bought the other one, and then there was a another one after that, and then it's just like they need to like <clears throat> either do a better job with DLC or they need to put more shit in their game when they release it because hmm. they milk they milk their audience. I mean, yeah, that's a fact. Here's the thing. Well, that's not how I see it, but I see this where is my question. Yeah? When yeah. has when has this been different for Capcom? Yeah, hasn't this is what this, they've always Hasn't done. this been going on for, like, ever since they started making these fully-fledged fighting games? Like, this always yeah. happens. And just because people are pissed about the Mega Man Legends 3 thing, they're now, like, looking for further excuses to talk about how badly Capcom treats its fans. Here's the thing. If you think that this was announced too soon... Play the original Marvel vs. Capcom 3 for another year, then buy it. If it's that important to you that you get like this this set yeah. amount of time with Marvel vs. Capcom 3 before you get the ultimate one. By that yeah, time, so it'll probably be when less people, than 40 bucks. Yeah, it's this weird future we're in where people are like, they're giving me too many video games to play. Too soon. They're, they're giving me too much stuff yeah. I like before I'm I mean, ready to like it. Like, maybe, I don't... maybe I'm arguing from a different perspective because I'm... As a very very self-confessed Dynasty Warriors fan, and I'm very used to these quasi-expansions that come out later, like like very soon after. I, I've um, been playing Dynasty Warriors 7, and now Dynasty Warriors Extreme Legends was announced, and that'll come out for a bit cheaper with like some more characters in it and um, some more like maps and modes. It's exactly the same thing, actually. Um, so I'm very used to it, but I don't consider it like mistreatment of fans. Um, because I really don't have to get them. This is different than something like... Because people are like, oh, well, this is just like you complaining about the 3DS, which is different because when you buy a console, you make an investment on the understanding 
that you will be getting more content. Whereas with this, it's like, you already know what characters are in it, you know what the price is, and you've already got the other game. You can play that for as long as you like. Capcom Capcom isn't going to make the old game spontaneously combust as soon as Ultimate exactly. comes out. And it's a lot of content in this new game. It would be one thing if it was like four new characters, which is what they used to do. They sold um, Street Fighter 2 Championship Edition with four new characters for another 60 bucks, And we're just like, yeah, you'll take what you can get. But this is 12 characters. Um, if they charged it for DLC, it would be... What's 12 into 50? Do you know, Tara? Are you listening? 12 you know into math. 50? Yeah. Uh, 40, I'm sorry. Was that five? Uh, no. no, it's like three, three and one third. Yeah, so it's like $3 per character, plus eight new stages, plus they refined characters that exist, like uh, Ryu as an invisible fireball now, and uh, Bionic Commando as a bunch of new moves. So they, they put a lot of extra work into the game, which if they were to charge it, uh, use it, if they use DLC to, to sell it, it, it's not like it would be cheaper that way. And uh, like you're saying, you can just buy it later. And come on, it's fighting games. With fighting games, the, the way it works is they release the game, people play it, and find all the problems with it because it takes literally like a beta team of, of hundreds of thousands of people to find all the flaws with the fighting game when it comes to infinite combos and all that stuff. Right. And, and then they, they take that feedback and then they... They are able to fix it. That's how they've been doing it forever, uh, and not just um, not just Capcom. That's how uh, every about just about every fighting game developer handles it, from what I know. Pretty much. So yeah, that's yeah. my rant. This has yeah. been and going here- on for the whole time, and I think people are very angry at Capcom now for partially justified reasons and partially very unjustified reasons. Um, like everyone's got a right to be annoyed. I, I have loved the look of many games that got cancelled before they came mm. out. And it's it can be, you know, a little bit heartbreaking, but let's not hate Capcom, like especially as Capcom is one of the few companies that at least show a willingness to listen to their fans and have a really sure. a really kick ass community. Um, mm-hmm. And it does seem to me that the ones that foster big communities and seem to give a shit and get involved get shat on more than the ones that keep the fans <laughs> at arm's length. Like I look yeah, at Valve, sure. Capcom, Sega Whatever you think about the company's output, the actual like face they present and their community managers get so invested in the community mm-hmm. and give a fuck, um, and they get shit on more than something like say uh, EA or whatever. Like, I mean, we all shit on EA when it makes. Um, sorry, that was a squeaky teen. <laughs> we all shit on <laughs> EA or Activision when they make a like make a shitty decision or whatever, but they don't get the level of like hatred that these guys get mm. from their fans, from from the guys who call themselves fans. It's Yeah, I think that's because they don't know who to hate. I can Tina shit right there, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, I love you so much. Fucking love Sonic the Hedgehog. The fuck is wrong with you, Sega? Where the fuck is my Sonic the Hedgehog? Look, oh. what, look what you've made me do! <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel particularly bad for for Seth Killian, where people making up all those rumors about him, that. like, yeah. The rumor he got punched in the face at the Capcom. Yeah, like, I, I immediately asked him about that. He's that? Like, was it like they thought it would come true if they say it, like this is a never-ending <laughs> story or something? They wanted people to believe it and to really foster hostility towards Capcom, which is uh, just making video game players look bad. I mean, <laughs> Seth Killian cared about 
Mega Man Legends 3 more than just about anyone outside of the company. He was really, really invested in that. He's really bummed that they canceled it. And so are the people who are actually making the game at Capcom, and yet... Yeah. Yeah. Bah. Bah. It's such a fucking, like, ridiculously (laughs) wussy thing to do. You, like, spread a rumor that someone got punched. (laughs) Spread a rumor that (laughs) got punched. uh, Yeah, video games don't cause violence. They don't. It's uh, well, they cause it's just rumors how you about achieve violence. violence. Yeah, <laughs> I think another thing, like, don't please, like, stop directing your anger at community managers. I know mm. they are the the face of the company to you, um, but as a community manager, they probably have less control than a lot of other people in that company. Um, I I think about Dan Amrick who is better known as One of Swords, and he's Activision's community guy. He is a fucking class act. Like, a really cool dude. Um, has always, like, been really nice about Destructoid and, and my own articles, and we got into a drunken argument about whether or not Bobby Kotick's an arsehole once. And he, like, really... He held up his end of the argument really well and respectfully and intelligently. But people tore the shit out of him when they cancelled Guitar Hero and the uh, True Car- uh, True Crime game, and it's like he didn't make the decision, um, and he seemed like incredibly gutted himself and and very upset that it had happened, and yet while he's upset about a pro- like a, a team he liked getting the axe and a game he liked getting the axe, he was being attacked for it, and that's like. When you're upset because something at your work has, has gotten you down, the last thing you need is a bunch of people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about blaming you for it. And that goes right. for Seth Killy, and, and that goes for Dan Amrick, and that goes for anyone else who you... Like, any community manager who you've blamed for a game being cancelled or a, a studio getting the axe. It's not only their fault, it's also probably cut them up more than it's cut you up. So have some, you know fucking empathy yeah right on so we did it that was 10 minutes that was all right talk about video games it was organized and uh and interesting that was and i want to thank uh gene ramen for directing me to a really good article at screw attack that um where i just stole all the ideas from that article in screw attack what i said about uh marvelous captain (laughs) 3 thank you Thanks, Gene Rowan. I actually have one about my, about Mega Man going up on Games Radar. Um, oh yeah, cool. tomorrow. So keep an eye out for that one. It's called something. What's like it going to be about? It's about how Mega Man's death isn't a tragedy for a variety of reasons. Um, oh so wow! There you go. That gets interesting response. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. But what let's get some questions. Huh? Yeah, let's do that. Let's yeah, get let's some do some questions, questions done, and then yeah. we 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 we're finished. Um, sure. Ten percent incidental video game talk podcast. <laughs> Um, I think we I think we went a bit too far this week. I'm <laughs> I enjoyed it. I, I apologize. You got to take it to the limit at least once yeah. and just see what happens. I yeah, think we I think we crossed a line, and I think <laughs> I think we have wasted the listeners' time. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was all worth it for the um, what's a golden skull you talked about. There was a lot of stuff he said that um, is. There was cool five cool. golden Lou raids. <laughs> yeah, it was all. I said it. something about a lust gurney. The lust gurney. <laughs> I think that's going to be the uh, title of uh, this week's episode: lust gurney. I would yeah, like someone good. to, I don't know, Photoshop old, fancy, foofy, rich people paintings of men in pointy, weird-looking hats and collars and shit. 
with me and Jim's faces. Oh, yes. And then, and then animate them into a resplendent living room having that discussion. If that, yeah, just I move mean, the jaw up and down. I mean, and even done. if you don't do the animation, just like if you can, if any of the artists listening um, could do just this lovely image of me and Max's Georgian fox doing decadent inbred <laughs> things, that would be fantastic. <laughs> but anyway, let's get on with these questions. Speaking of having us um, sort of artsied up, um, and in a video game sense, Sir Ninja Face says. What kind of character are you going to make in Saints Row the Third? Michael Jackson. <laughs> I just immediately make Michael Jackson as soon as I can, as creepy as possible. It's fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. I would make yeah, characters who try to who like look like me as closely as possible, and I figured everybody else have, does that, but apparently not. I have never done that. No, See, no, no interest in I, looking at me anymore. What I love about Saints Row, and I did this as the second one, my, I, I should probably put up a screenshot or something of my character in Saints Row because it looks exactly like me. Uh, I spent probably a good like two and a half hours making the character, looking really good, you know? And then I yeah. start the game, and it has me doing all these terrible, mean things, which <laughs> well, is just yeah. fucking weird. And I'll have friends over, and I'll be like, hey, guys, hey, guys, 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 look at this. And they're like, that looks like you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, no, watch this. And I'll like push a button and then I'll just drink a 40. And they're like, okay, that really looks like you now. It's <laughs> fucking great. In Saints Row 2, I made myself. Um, actually, I made myself the first time, uh, the second time. The first time I played it in, at a review event. Um, but this was a job for IGN rather than Destructoid. Um, I went and, and played the multiplayer. And I got a little go on the campaign and I made Vincent Price, but with um, the Joker makeup on. And a cockney accent. Why so serious? <laughs> yeah. And it was pretty amazing. Uh, then I made myself um, as a cross-dresser, which is my dream for myself, um, to eventually lose uh, enough weight to look great in a um, miniskirt and military boots, uh, which is never going to happen, but that's my dream. Um, serious. Um, <laughs> and then I eventually ended up just making like myself as myself, as a more sort of Jim Quisition-y type of guy. Um, and I might do that on this one. I don't know what voice um, actors they're going to have, because they've been dancing around whether they're going to bring the Cockney voice back, which is what really made it for me. Because having this like really ridiculous English accent thing, saying things like, you want to be a banger? Like, it, it's so out of context um, that it, it works. And... Yeah, I mean, I think it'll depend on what voices they've got. That'll probably influence me. It's like if I can't get a, a funny Cockney voice, then I will probably just go silly with it and, and have another like track, like like a transgender or a cross dresser in it because I enjoy those kinds of things. <laughs> I they would have to. That would be such a downgrade if they didn't have that in the third game. They've got to still have that. I believe that they will. Yes, I'm sorry. You're gonna say Max. Uh, I, was, I was just gonna say I, I've been I've been like meaning to make all of us in there and just send us the pictures and just just make videos of us dancing about committing crimes. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. yeah, I'd enjoy that. I wanted to thank Minoti, by the way, for uh, doing that fan art of us. That was oh, that was that was awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know. It made me look hor- like horrible. You didn't look like a person, but <laughs> no. you looked very British. And I looked like a Muppet with uh, one big arm and one little arm. And that's fine with me. I, I looked like a It was funny, though. So, and, and I looked yeah. all right. I looked spot on. 
You looked very cute. You and Tara looked just like the good-looking ones, and me and uh, Jim looked like vaguely science fiction and troubling, but uh, still fun to look I at. Basically, so I basically you. look like the Baron from June. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tara, um, are you going to be playing Saints Row? If so, I know you already said you were going to make it look like yourself, didn't you? I Yeah, I still mm. haven't picked up the second one, which I plan on doing here probably in the next couple of weeks. Um, although, I've started Fallout 3 now, so who knows? That may not happen, but... Like how Tara and I just play the same fucking games. Like, <laughs> what are you playing? Oh, Fallout? Fallout 3? No, New, New Vegas. I'm playing New Vegas now. She's playing Fallout 3. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. I mean, Aww, I, I think it's great. Solidarity. So. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Rainbow says, what kind of character do you want to be in the Destructoid comic uh, comic book series he's making? For those who don't know, Dr. Rainbow in the community blogs on Destructoid.com is making a Destructoid-themed comic book. It's very well drawn. It's very nice. But fuck it, because I was already dead by, like, the fifth panel. So I don't give Aww. a shit. I don't, I don't, don't give really a dead, flying... Though. Fucking shit! <laughs> what Doctor <laughs> Cockbo did in his comic book that smells of shit. Um, I'm only joking, of course. Sexy private eye. There you go. Tara hmm. wants to be a sexy private eye. Aww, something cute about or that. Or a streetwise stripper. Yeah, I want you to be. Did we have this conversation on a previous one where like everything you want to do is like stripping and prostitution? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm sure. I think we, talk- <laughs> we talked about the... Uh, with, uh, what? Us, yeah. Stretch. We talked about the hookers in Streets of Rage too, right? And how you wanted to be one of those, oh, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was it. Well, there are hookers in that game, though. They're there are. Hookers. They're good hookers. Yeah, I like those. Yeah, those are very good hookers. I really, uh, I, I really I, need to do like yeah. a feature or something on just like my favorite, like, just hookers and strippers in video games because that's just it's so there's so many of them and i love them all they're just great sorry carry on (laughs) (laughs) uh what kind of character do you want to be in the comic book max oh i should be oh make me gay just make Make me me gay gay. but like a really like respectable gay like not you know not the guy from the guy from project uh, runway no, oh, no, no. Uh, I, was, like, I just started watching that. That man's what about beautiful. like? He's pretty amazing. What about like Robin Williams' <laughs> brother in Mrs. Doubtfire, who uh, is just like, okay, we're gonna make you, uh, we're gonna give you this wig. Oh, hold oh, on, is that Ma- Harvey hold on, hold on. Mom's in the phone. What is it? <laughs> Harvey Firestein. He's got a real raspy voice in the beard. Uh, yeah, He's I like, guess oh, so. Yeah. I can't believe we got these four dwarves. These are disgusting. Like that. <laughs> Oh, I'm starring in a movie with Danny DeVito and Willem. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it was bound to happen. So you wanted to be like Harvey Firestein. That would be good. Sure, yeah, I don't know. Just Or like, just kind of like a, you know, a gay guy who's not like some fucking ridiculous... I don't know why I want to be gay. You could also make me just like how I want to be me, which is like a fucking... Sort of like Duke Nukem, but less cool, you know? Like, whatever that means. <laughs> so you either want to be a respectable gay guy... Or a less cool dude. I don't know. Go nuts. You're the artist. Make me however you want me. If you hate me, make me awful. I'm terrible. You're great. You're just... You say it like it is, Max. Make me Kid Chameleon. I want to be fucking Kid Chameleon. (laughs) I want to fucking time travel and put on different hats that make me turn into a tank. (laughs) That'd be great. I I want to... What should I do? I don't know what I should do. I should be the baby from Dinosaurs, I guess. He's cute. Just have me in a little crib. Yeah. 
Uh, Noir, Noir asks, mm. what comic book character that has not received, um, who has not been in a movie, would you like to see up on the silver screen? A comic book character? Wow, that's totally not video game related. Yeah, who I'm down. The fuck? Who cares? Yeah, I'm fine with it. Comic book character, huh? Do you want to start, Max? You like uh, comic Yeah, books? sure. Um, I'm really torn about the Deadpool adaptation that's in the works. I'm a huge Deadpool fan. Um... But I'm kind of bummed because his character is sort of doing what Wolverine did in the early 90s. And while he once was sort of this, like, you were a comic nerd if you knew who he was kind of character, he's suddenly, like, the sort of default fan favorite. And there's he's appearing in fucking six issues mm. at once or something, which is just sort of sucks. And I do love Ryan Reynolds, who's on board to play him. And I heard the script is being done by the guys who did Zombieland. But I, I just am I'm kind of worried. Um, if I could see anything, though... Um, I'd love to see in the eighties, there was an edit or like sort of a weird spinoff of Jonah hex where hex got taken into the future and it was like Mad Max, but he was like a time traveling cowboy. And there were like these crazy rich guys who lived in like pleasure domes and they would just take time machines and go and abduct random soldiers from different eras in history. And then they'd reenact battles. And so there's this fucking cowboy who gets abducted cause he's a really good gunslinger. It's hex. And he, uh, he like, gets sucked into the future, and he's like, what in tarnation's going on? Can't you bake a cherry pie? And then, <laughs> with, like, his, with his deformed face and his yeah. just disgusting ways, yeah. Yeah. And he makes is he psychic? His... I can't remember. No, he's just weird. I th- Maybe he is. I never read any of the other Jonah Hex comics, because once you read a fucking comic about a time-traveling cowboy who goes into the future, you don't really give a shit about, like, Wild Wild West stuff, because that's dumb. But he like teams up with this like downgrade. platoon from yeah. Vietnam, and they're like they're like, "Yo, man, what the fuck is going on here?" And he's like, "All right, touch your belly, you Nancy boys." And then they just steal giant <laughs> like like I don't know what to call them because they're just like one giant wheel with a seat in the middle, and then they ride around in those. It's so cool. So yeah, I'd like to see that as a movie. That sounds Jeez, good. Yeah, sequel to Jonah X, but in the future. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. Anyone yeah. else want to go? Um, I've. S- I've talked about him before, but I really want to see a movie with Mysterio uh, as a villain. Because, as I've said before, I've just got this great... He's, he's such a great, pathetic character. Like, underneath all the illusions and everything, there's nothing... He's actually got nothing. And I think that could be like a really good sort of thing to, to, to portray in a Spider-Man film. As this guy who, like has to reach for guns and things once once it once it's become clear he's not like some six like 16 foot tall giant you know um sure like, it's kind of like an evil wizard of oz type of thing um oh, and yeah. that's always fascinated me about about mysterio i love these characters that have have this air of the pathetic to them um mm. there was talk of um uh... Bruce Campbell playing Mysterio in a future Spider-Man movie before Sam Raimi stopped making them. That would have been good because Bruce Campbell is kind of like a he has a a confidence to him, but a patheticness to him at this point as well in his yeah. career. I, I thought I that think he's always good. had that. Like he's got this kind of he looks and sounds like he could be an action movie, but there's just uh, an action movie hero, but there's just something slightly off about him. Yeah, yeah, like a unintentional self-parody that's still in there, kind of like Leslie Nielsen. I read his yeah. I read his book that he wrote. That was um not the there's it's how to make love the Bruce Campbell way. It's actually his second. Oh yeah. Book. The, the first one was kind of like a memoir, and the second one it's like he started writing a memoir but ran out of material, so he just made up a bunch of shit. 
And he kind of says that, and he's like, yeah, so this is sort of a story that I that didn't happen, but it could happen. And he gets cast in, um, like, an Albert Brooks movie that's, like, like a really, or, I don't know if it's Albert Brooks, like, some, like, really respected director who's making a movie with uh, Richard Gere, and they hire um, Bruce Campbell to play the doorman, like, in, like, a one-bit part scene. Like, he's, like, the wacky doorman in this fucking romantic comedy and then he like basically hijacks the movie, and he's like, "We need a car chase." And hey, Richard Gere, do you know any karate? Because we can go take karate lessons. I know a guy. And so it's just him and Richard Gere going around like crashing Ford F one fifties. It's a fucking weird book. It's not a good book. So he but... just he wrote fan fiction about himself and Richard Gere, like yeah, he pretty fun. much pretty much did. Pretty much wow, did. There's <laughs> good a for him. He has, to, he has to teach Richard Gere how to be like a womanizer. So they go and they meet this like expert womanizer who lives in like a Las Vegas penthouse. <laughs> Richard Gere how to do that. I don't know. Because Richard Gere knows how to get laid without even trying because he's like a nice guy and he's not going after that. But then this other guy is like, uh-huh. if you keep your penthouse in a perfect 71 degrees, it's hot enough that a girl wants to take off her shirt, but not too hot that she's uncomfortable. That's <laughs> wow. a weird wow. That's where for he really, did with his yeah. Um, yeah. For a really good celebrity autobiography, I suggest Rick Miles. Um, he's the uh, the British comedian who was in The Young Ones and Butler yeah. and, and all that kind of thing. It's called, um, what was it, uh, Rick Mail, Bigger Than Hitler, Better Than Christ. And it is <laughs> wow. just like the most self-aggrandizing, arrogant, fictional, like mostly fictional account of Rick Mail's life. Where he presents like longtime com- comedy partners like Adrian Edmondson, who did the Young Ones and Bottom and, and everything with him, like as just these nasty, selfish pieces of work, um, with like all these mental and, and personal problems, and just makes him look like this hero who saved television, and it's it's incredibly entertaining. Just the sheer nerve on display, and, and obviously it's intended for a laugh, but. Because it's Rick Mail, you do get this sense as well that he really does love himself. Um, so yeah, that's actually a good book. But oh, that sounds good. I think we've got the time for one more question. Better make it about video games. Oh, uh, I didn't answer my video game question. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, my movie. That's okay. Come oh, up with the character. Uh, I wish they would put Damian Wayne in the movies and in uh, Batman Arkham City as well. Damian Wayne is the the greatest Batman character to come out of the past twenty years or so. He's excellent. You guys familiar with Damian Wayne? I don't know. I can do it. You know Damian Wayne? He's great because he uh, people like Batman because he's like a badass and he, he he's ruthless and he doesn't care. But that's really actually a, a pretty childish attitude in life. So they take that ruthless badassness and put it in a little kid, and the juxtaposition is really good. He's a he's a real little bastard, but it's a <laughs> it's a great character. Yeah, he like he beheaded somebody, he beat the crap out of the Joker with a. Uh, a crowbar. He, he talks about how he's better than everyone else. He's uh, he's a little dick. He's great. <laughs> I'll have to look into that. That actually sounds good. Tara, yeah, have you got really anything? Good. I was going to ask, has Gambit been in any of the X-Men movies? You oh, are yeah, adorable! He's in, he's in X-Men <laughs> Origins Wolverine. They had, uh, they had Ty- uh, Taylor fucking, what the fuck? He's some handsome guy. You'd probably like him. Yeah, he was so, a good looking guy. Yeah, uh, yeah he, was in, uh, he was in that movie that everyone hated. He did an okay job in a really terrible movie, which I think a few of the people yeah. in that did. Go yeah, watch that movie, Tara. Bad part. Oh, Tara might like it. My my wife liked it a lot. The guys are good looking. They're running around, you know. It's, it's got good. fucking Will I Am from the Black Eyed Peas. Like, 
Who is like, we're making an X-Men movie. You know what the X-Men need? One of the black-eyed peas. <laughs> what the hell? I want to see, yeah, I see them go to the Savage Land, and I want Sauron to be played by fucking Fergie. I want that. You guys know Sauron? He's, a, he's a pterodactyl. Oh, sure, he's the uh, pterodactyl man. Oh, I remember him from um, the cartoon, actually. I saw him in one of them. And yeah. he's psychic. And he's, he's like a he's were-pterodactyl. Right. He got turned into a pterodactyl by assholes. He was like yeah. a really nice guy. He was just like, oh shit, I'm exploring Antarctica. And then they're like, you become the pterodactyl who's a jerk. I love comedy. <laughs> He's not so bad, though. Yeah, me too. They're good. One last question, Jim Sterling? Uh, yeah. Um, just a quick one, I guess. Uh, Invisible Popcorn Monk says, I guess, uh, are there any video game characters of the same gender that you would date? I'm just going to say, which one would you go gay for? Oh, okay. Solid Snake? Solid snake? <laughs> fucking Solid he Snake. He's yeah, fucking, I've heard that a lot. Yeah. And he'd and be like... Cool he'd talk about his feelings, you know? He'd go to like his like cabin in Alaska, and he'd be like, oh, I'm really depressed. And if you had a crick in your <laughs> neck, you know he'd fucking get that out for you. Zing! <laughs> well, there's so many different ways to be gay, right? I mean, which one would I want to give me a, a full body massage versus... Well, I mean, this guy said date, so I guess on a more relationshipy level. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like for their personality then? Hmm. That's pretty tough. My answer isn't going to be about the personality. I just want to suck Zach Fair's cock. <laughs> <laughs> he is handsome. Yeah. yeah, in a different way than Solid Snake. Nothing gets it! <laughs> Tara, do you have one? I'm, I'm still thinking. Probably Lara Croft. She's the hottest. You don't... That's not fair. You get a... You're a girl. There are a lot of... Fuck, I wish I got to be a girl. Dude, could be fucking lesbians. Yeah, I know. Lesbians. Oh, they got it so easy. Uh... This is hard. I... I I'm what the hell was that Beastman impression? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Crime Wave's on. Have you guys seen this movie? No. You guys just watch Crime Wave later. Um, okay. Hey guys, I gotta go real quick. Somebody's here to get something from me. Okay. I'm we're, selling we're, something to somebody. Sorry. <laughs> Bye, Pontoid! Bye! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't want to have drugs. sex with anyone. I'm asexual now. Beastman, you must choose! <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm just I'm not stuck, would you suck or I'll make you suck my okay. havoc stuff Jim, yeah. Jim have you have you heard the Skeletor vs. Beastman song of course I have okay just just checking yeah who wouldn't I don't know I, I would be so worried but excited if you hadn't heard it because then I could <laughs> recommend it to you <laughs> Beastman I'll drink your ass like wine <laughs> it is a very good song um but you must choose Jonathan Holmes. I really have to, huh? Suck a video game character's cock! <laughs> Do it! <laughs> Do it to show us! Um, just Mario, to say I did. Oh, suck it. Fucking hell. Suck That's it. good bragging rights there. And he's kind right. of... He's not even like a person, really, so you're just kind of like having sex with a bunch of weird shapes. You can write it off to just like some weird oh, art experiment. you'd be like fucking an autistic guy. Like, you just... <laughs> It's horrible. He's not. He's a fucking Italian plumber. He's like a little fat, hairy guy. He just doesn't say much. I'll stick my mushroom in your wapa pipe. 
That's like rape, Holmes. You're fucked up. No, he'd be totally into it. I'm gonna oh, give him oh, a fuck sex now. Oh, 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 oh. Did you guys see that time I saw the guy that does the voice for Mario and how sad he got? Yep. Didn't you like shout? Oh, you so- didn't you shout holy I, shit in his face? I did, and he got really sad. And he was like, "Wait, wait, wait!" Like he didn't want to be in the video at all. And then after I said "holy shit," which was genuine, I didn't like rehearse it or anything. Um, he really got sad and was like, "You have to re-record that and say holy cow." What's his fucking which, problem? Uh, he's worried Nintendo's gonna get mad at him for being in a video oh, and swearing. Oh, drop dead. Yeah, Nintendo really liked that video, actually. At least that's what they told me. They're like, oh, we've been watching around the office. Meh. So thanks, <laughs> Nintendo. We watched around the office while we were busy not localizing their story, guys. <laughs> I still think they're gonna localize that. After it does well in Europe. Yeah, do you suck my dick? Suck Mario's dick, and I'll put that story out on the Wii, Nintendo Wii console, guys. Man, I'm just kind of oh, so sad. Every time I say Wii, I feel terrible. Did you guys know that? <laughs> when you have to say it out loud and be yeah. like, yeah, I played this cool game on the Wii. Oh, on the Wii. Not... <laughs> yeah, there's no way to talk about it without sounding yeah. terrible. Yeah, hey, guys, did you like Pandora's Tower? You can't have it. I played it. It's pretty good. Well, me now? We localized a bunch of no. I'm I'm being Nintendo. We we localized a bunch of them just for ourselves. Oh, I don't see them sounding like that. I feel like they just be like this. Oh, you folks over there, you don't want the Pandora's Tower. That's no, we have it. I wouldn't want to play a game like that. Touch screen, and if your mom comes in a room and she wants to watch the TV shows, you can play your Nintendo's anyway. <laughs> Nicely done. Yeah, that was well done. Yeah, they're old. They're nice though. Old and nice. Just like me, kind of. Oh, I think I'm nice. Look at you can put the controller on the ground. It's a sand trap for golf. But <laughs> golf. There's people that are not young that are really excited about that. I've talked to several people fifty years old and they're like, We'll buy the day it comes out. Can't wait to have fake golf yeah, on my floor and my teeth. Yeah, they got the money, CEO. <laughs> That's my yeah. hysterical impression. Well that done, good. sir. Ah, thank you. Wow. I'm proud of it myself. Yeah, this has been a fucking disaster. It's been quite a show. It's I'm really going to be thinking about it later on. I, was like, I, I think we went too far several times. <laughs> You really, you guys really encourage each other. Deeply. I think we are a bad It's fucked up. God. <laughs> Destructoid Live at PAX is going to be a fucking nightmare. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> it's going to be great. When I did it last year, I was feeling shocked. I feel shocked. sorry for the, like, everyone else who's going to be on the no, panel. No, they're going to be happy. We're just going to be shouting at each other in funny oh, voices. It's be great. We're just going to get all majestic, and they're not going to know what to do because they don't know anything about being dandies. Yeah. <laughs> at the very least, we need some capes. In fact, I'm going to like on the on the panel. I'm going to like cut off like at least five minutes for what will be called cape time. Oh, thank God. Okay, I'll bring my cape. Yeah, we'll um, wear capes and be the most elegant man in at PAX. Yeah. If anyone at home is still listening, I'd like to point out that this entire time, I have just been sculpting things with Sculpey Clay, just making some crafts. 
You're still doing that? Oh yeah, I'm, a, I'm making a squid bear right now. It's coming out really, really well. Oh, your life is good. I'm so happy about crafts. That out. Yeah, I don't. I wish I could do more crafts. I'm busy talking to people about their feelings and don't kill having yourself. A, having a job yeah. and shit. Yeah, I know, man. I'm so busy. Seen... I don't have time to work. It's got to that point. Where it's like, I need to do this work, and then I have to do this work instead, and then I'm like, I don't have time for this work. Yeah. <laughs> well, Holmes, you, I gotta say, I wish... Have you ever done any, like, pediatric, psychiatric work? Like, with kids uh, no. and stuff? No, I mean, I get... I have a 20-year-old right now. It feels pretty You should pediatric. work with kids, dude. Like, if I had you as a fucking social worker when I was a kid and all fucked up, I would have been so fucking depressed all the time, you know? Oh, thanks, Max. You're, fucking, you're like the sweetest man in the world. If we did crafts together, that'd be great. If you're just sitting there being like, "Hey, hey, look, look, I made a made a Charmander. Isn't that neat?" And I'd be like, "I'd be like, I made, I made a small gun model." <laughs> I, I did print out a bunch of how to draw Pokemon for. A, remember that lady who loved Final Fantasy VIII? Mm-hmm. The day she left, I printed her out all the different types oh, of electric mice. I Pokemon. wanted to talk about that actually, because a lot of people yeah, she, thought that. Um, we were hating on Final Fantasy VIII during that bit where we were like, I like, didn't oh, think we were, were we? She's mental, like, I don't know what well, we said, something like Fingera for liking Final Fantasy VIII or something. Um, but I do want to point out, I actually really like it, and I think it gets a lot of unfair stick. It was a joke. Um, but a few people were like, do you hate Final Fantasy VIII? And I'm like, no, I actually kind of like it a lot. And I don't think... Is it still an insult to say people are mental? Because most of the people I like... In oh, well, I think the idea was... I think I can't remember what it was we were doing, but I think we were saying the proof of her being mental was that oh, she liked she Final Fantasy VIII so and that you should start abusing her for, like, tolerating the draw system and all this stuff. Oh, and yeah, then, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then right? I said she was stupid for um, liking it because they couldn't have all grown up in that same orphanage. Which, that bit is true. But everything else, like, Final Fantasy VIII just had the problem of following Final Fantasy VII, and as such, I feel it's my duty to defend it on the grounds that it is not bad just because it's not, like, the first the first one that a lot of people are exposed to. Anyway, how I dare love I... Making, I love making fun of Final Fantasy. It's so, so easy. <laughs> you just make That's fun true. of it, and then there it is, you know? It, they've That's got true. girly, girly hair. My... My good friend Scott Bromley, he made the one of his most successful videos when he was still at IGN was uh, "fuck Final Fantasy" or something to that effect. It was just why Final Fantasy sucks, and it's like him in a field just oh, making fuck. fun of Final Fantasy. I just broke ten thousand followers. That's nice. Ah, fucker. Oh, good. You're famous. You famous now, dog. That's interesting. I'm not even. I'm not me. even to two thousand. How did I get that many? Well, yeah, you do a lot of stuff. You put yourself out on the internet. No, but I mean, like, it was like nine hundred and like nine thousand nine hundred and seventy, like a minute ago. I've been, I've been getting a lot more followers out of nowhere. I don't know why or how they found us. Um, Everybody follow us: Max Scoville, Tron Knotts, and Jim Sterling. Tron Knotts. You don't need to follow me anymore. I've broken. I am now celebrity on the internet. Famous. Celebrity icon, Jim Sterling, star of stage and screen. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. So I guess uh, we're almost at I three think we're hours. Done. We're done. Yeah, we better stop. Yeah, we've yeah. gone on for... Oh, Jesus. Goodbye, guys. Yeah, goodbye. Um, oh, I've got to, have I got to say anything? Um, see Mara, uh, Tara and Max. 
um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Destructoid show. Me and Jonathan Holmes were always hanging around on Destructoid.com uh, and around the internet. You can see us all over the place. Um, me and my 10,000 Twitter followers are here for entertainment purposes for yourself. Goodbye, everyone! Bye. Bye. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs>